The following program is rated TV-MAL. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. Tell you how much I love that opening. That's the best <laughs> opening ever. Oh my god, it's so people much fun. Ready. <laughs> uh, we do like our openings. We do like our Perry Chans when he does his openings. Hey everyone, guess who wasn't here? <laughs> uh, Gary has apparently got no internet. He's working on it. I don't know. I know. I had always my more. computer. I, I wasn't sure I was going to get in. I had to restart and wow. Well, you know, every once in a while, you get a computer that's a lemon. And yeah, but you know how to restart a computer. We're talking Gary here. My bad. My bad. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how to make this metal box work. How does it work? <laughs> it works to me. It was pictures talking to me, and then they all went black. I don't know. <laughs> you have a good English accent. <laughs> yeah, the Gary accent that one. That's that's. See, that's how he speaks when he's not on camera. <laughs> you know, he gives you this you bullshit. He gives you this bullshit accent, but when the camera's on, it just said, "I am a very old British man, don't you know?" Yeah, the camera comes on. He's like, "Hey, everyone, yeah. I'm an American." Hi, everyone. It's Gary here. What? And from Texas yet? Yeah, no one buys it, Gary. Who's gonna buy well, that? He, he's he's a San Franciscan. You know, he's a streets of San Franciscan. Are they even human, really? I don't know. Mm. So he's an ex-Cali guy. It's like Gary from the Rock. You know, that's that's how he actually <laughs> speaks. One. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm over to Texas. Oh, it's gonna be so cold. <laughs> so Gary will join us when Gary's uh, Gary's ready. Uh, welcome everybody to the real BBC. I'm your host here, Aspen Hill versus BBC. This is my gender this week, and is ever joined by my co-host Mola. Mola, how you doing? Oh, I'm all right, mate. How you doing? I'm doing all right, my son. We I'm just had a little chit chat before the stream for an accent roulette today, and yeah, we did. We were talking about better things, mm. better times, <laughs> times yes. where made things where we went, "Oh, that's nice. That's and good writing." Days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Remember Not those characters anymore. that are in character all the time and don't oh. stop to make some retarded joke? Oh, <laughs> dude, tone. Mm. They need a they need a moratorium on their current point of view on tone oh we need a whole speech going need someone to get out there and stop it change it for the better good stuff though yeah how mm. are you doing everyone else okay Feeling I'm, good? I'm doing good i'm doing good i mean we had it was it was nice to um to reminisce about days gone by that were actually 
where you could watch a Marvel movie and go, damn, that was good. It makes you think, right? Imagine a Marvel movie came out and we all like talked for a while about how awesome it was. Mm. Imagine that. That would have been cool. Yeah. We might do that one day. I hadn't Not... met you in 2008. Yes, I was going to say, it would be a retroactive look, but uh, <laughs> we could you know, do it. We could. Do we, it. Might, we might decide to do a stream discussing <laughs> Civil War or you know Avengers or Infinity War or something da, da, like that. Da, da. Or we could just you know dissect the beauty of She-Hulk. I can't wait for the new Avengers. Might even star Kang. Who knows? <laughs> Probably <laughs> won't though. <laughs> Probably won't. Hey. <laughs> and the guy who was saying, "Oh, I'm going to write an Avengers movie, the Kang Dynasty," and Oh, I don't even know where to begin. Is it looks like he's been fired. <laughs> you talking about is it Loveless? Yeah, Jeff mm. Loveless. Yeah, it looks like he's I gone. Mean, well, the, Kang, the whole Kang thing just cracks me up because they finally got what they wanted. You know, they don't want you to hire a a, a, a white actor to play Tonto. He's got to be a Native American. Mm -hmm. You know, or if you're going to do a movie with Eskimos, you know, it's got to be an Inuit. You know, well, mm -hmm. they got a villain and they hired a real villain. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like didn't they, didn't they get what they finally wanted you know <laughs> total representation a douchebag playing the douchebag <laughs> oh they're sweating right now because they don't want to make any definitive decision until you know anything comes out but you I, I'm assuming you guys have seen like any news about how they're like when advertising Quantumania as it releases onto Disney Plus don't mention him yeah. Don't mention him at all. <laughs> like, yeah, the, the, oh. the way you for a definitive, however, a definitive means don't mention them at all. No. In <laughs> anything ever. Wow. Mm. Yeah, it's the, they're mm. just waiting before they make their final decision. Just imagine mind. if you put Will Smith and Jonathan Majors next to each other. The, the <laughs> slapping contest that would be. <laughs> Jada Pinkett Smith, you keep your name out of my way. You know, keep my name No. <laughs> you keep my mouth out of your wife's name. Yeah. <laughs> We've got a special guest. We've got an extra special guest. Chuck and oh. Greg, but it was them. We'll introduce them in a minute. Don't you worry. But ladies and gentlemen, for the mean streets of San Francisco's gay district. Uh, it's uh, Gary for Nerdrotic. Hey, everybody. Hi. Hi. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh my God. It God. matches my awesome T-shirt. It's so good. It's so good. You know, Graham looks kind of like a daddy bear. So it's, uh, you know, it's it's he fits in. It's He's ready for June. I don't mm. even know what that is. <laughs> you don't want to know. Okay, have you, watched, you, have you ever seen Police Academy? The Blue Oyster Bar. That's all yeah. I gotta say. That's that's, that's it. You know. Oh, those were the fun gay people, not the ones that we get on Twitter today. I know, dude. Eighties gay was way more. They were just like, "Hey, come dance and have some tequilas with us." Now it's just like, "Hey, bring your child. We'll cut the." Anyway, um, we Gary, how are you doing? Better now that I have internet, which. Uh, let me do a little commercial for uh, Surfshark right now. They suck okay. balls. Uh, <laughs> F Surfshark. Uh, they want me to update like every five minutes. And if I don't, it, I just get this little spinning wheel. that And then it just blocks my internet right before a show. So F Surfshark. There. Stop sending me emails. That actually just sounds like a Microsoft update as well. 
Probably. There's an update. I don't know what date it. Okay, we'll fuck your PC oh, up then. Yeah, yeah, dude. Oh, I hate that shit. Yep. Thank you, Microsoft. I've never heard of Surfshark. Is, is is that an internet provider? A VPN. A VPN. Yeah. Oh. Uh, you'll you'll see every. I watch a, a lot of true crime videos, and it gets and really porn. jarring. <laughs> and porn, of course. <laughs> but I watch a lot of true crime videos. Sometimes mix the two together. Oh my god, and. Uh, They'll it'll start off and go like, Daisy was only 32 years old. <laughs> and little did she know that she only had three days left to live. Oh, you said you weren't and describing we're porn. Sponsors, Raid Shallow <laughs> Legends. Come on. It's just like... Dude, look at the art in this. Very jarring. Ooh, oh no. Ooh, where are you? You're over there. Oh, wait. Okay, I'll just open a page. It's pretty fun. It's pretty cool. No, so nice. I know those. They're like those metal, like salt and pepper shakers. Yeah, like them in Star Trek. I was gonna say something that could have got me in trouble, so I decided not to. <laughs> oh, and I just took out my very expensive bag. That's the dangers of bagging and boarding. Mm, bye. That one. That's two dollars down the tube. Yeah. Uh, we're joined by two special guests. Today, ladies and gentlemen, not not you know Mauler and Gary and me. We're the you know we're the normal ones. Yeah, we're we're the old guard. Unfortunately, you know, you got every every week we're still yeah, here. Just Fuck keep showing up. Yeah. Why don't you fuckers going to write a strike? Fuck off, you off the lot of you. Come on. <laughs> uh, yeah, when's the YouTuber up. strike? When's the YouTuber strike? Yeah. <laughs> he's he's known i'm gonna destroy the... my career yeah yeah yes why not i, I want to join the film actors guild oh yeah well you did live in san francisco in all fairness so i did i did some might say you're already part of it there uh, uh, oh. <laughs> uh we're first of all joined by uh, a gentleman who's known as the the white bear of the east coast that's all i know is he? And yeah. Is he? <laughs> yeah. Didn't you know that? Until five minutes ago, I wasn't. But I just know I am. <laughs> you just told us, Gary. You just told us. If uh, you forgot your own rib already? Yes. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are joined by uh, writer and artist, uh, a certain gentleman called Graham Nolan. How are you doing, Graham? I'm doing good as... Great to have you back. Thank you so much for coming back on again. Love being on this show. It feels like only days <laughs> since we last streamed together. You look so and different. Yeah, I know. I know. How you been doing? Hey, eh? that's the wife. You've, eh? lost weight, you? You've lost weight. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, a little bit, you know, trying. <laughs> You're killing it, son. Yeah. <laughs> no, just skipping a meal here and there, you know. That's what I'm doing uh great to see you uh thank you so much for coming back on again graham uh yeah, thanks, bro. and writer extraordinaire to list everything you've done chuck we would just have to end the stream yeah. uh so we're joined by uh literal comic book legend writer chuck <coughs> dixon and new introductory dtt <laughs> to the ripperverse Going to be writing uh, Alpha Core. Anything you want to say about that? Well, Charlie? first of all, a hello from the terrorist state of Florida. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. And, uh... kick him off now. <laughs> <laughs> and, 
for Margaritaville to Fallujah in 24 hours. Yeah, yeah. Eric and I, were, we did a couple of interviews and we talked, you know, before and after the interviews and uh, found out we uh, had a lot of points of agreement on the sad state of comics. And he said, you want to do some work for me? And I said, yes. And he hooked me up with an awesome artist who I can't name yet. And uh, the project's already completed. So, uh, oh, wow. yeah, well, it's a 90-page well. graphic novel of Alpha Corps, police procedural, superhero, mystery, mayhem, all kinds of crazy stuff. Awesome. Looks, looks incredible. How many trans people are in it? Yeah, Chuck. How many? <laughs> uh, none. Um, well, Chuck, you're not going to get any. Well, let's ESP get rid of Chuck. Movies. Out you yeah. go, Chuck. There well, you go. I, you yeah, know, once not, again, not, once again, I'm out. Chuck's yeah. ESG score is down. No, yeah. I was going to ask, Chuck, how does it feel to be for the first time in your life a diversity hire at Ripple? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it, it's not the first time. Uh, I was in the janitorial field for a while before I got into comics. And I, my official name in the company was The White Guy. Uh, oh, oh, nice. And it's actually, nice. I'm a diversity hire because my sister did a genealogy test on us recently. And apparently, I owe myself reparations. So, <laughs> well, I mean, I've heard all about this reparation malarkey. I am on the phone to the Italian uh, prime minister tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, and we want reparations for what the Romans did to us. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I've already got a hired. Swedish meatball from Scandinavia for what they did. We're both, we were both diversity hires at DC Comics. We are conservatives. Conservatives. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, they didn't know it, though. Do you know, so I was reading an article today, Chuck, on the Mary Sue, believe it or not. What? This article, however, was written nearly 10 years ago in 2014, and it was about a certain Chuck Dixon and how you felt that uh, your position in, in the mainstream comic book industry had been pushed to one side because of your conservative politics. 2014. Yep. And the Mary Sue didn't crucify you. They were actually sympathetic, saying, why is, why is one of comic book's greatest writers pushed out of the mainstream? And, and it was and it's because of your... Uh, that's, that's so... You know, regardless of whichever side of the fence you fall on, that's your business out there, folks. But it's right. just so bizarre that for one reason or another, somebody would be left out because of, of how they just literally tick a box once every four years or five years or so. It's crazy. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm a conservative because I actually like the taxation laws best. You know, I, they, they work better for me. Oh, well, sorry. Sorry. Out. Yeah. Sorry? What? You know? Oh, I just like the way they do the education system. Well, I mean, if, if you're for lower taxes and less government spending, you know, a smaller government, you're just automatically a racist and every other kind of hater they can assign to you. They just make so many assumptions about anybody who's a conservative that are inaccurate. I mean, I, 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 the stuff I had comic book editors say to me, it's just astonishing, just jaw dropping. It's like, what, what do you think? I'm some sort of a monster? Why are you asking me these <laughs> yes, questions? Yes, I do. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, it's the, it's the rhetoric. Uh, it's the neo-Marxist rhetoric because uh, the other side's ideas, as they get uh, away from even classic liberalism and turn into like straight up psychotic leftism, uh, are again it's neo-Marxist and their ideas are so bad. The only way they can sell them is just by use. I'll use one of their terms, Chuck, othering people. 
Not mm-hmm. bring people, turning them, turning them into the villain. They need the villain who's just Nazi, white supremacist. Everything you do, waking up early, going to work, being on time. It's all white supremacy now. Need to tear it all down. Need to tear do it all down. What they did of the Gary? They're fucking comic books. Yeah, yeah they did. They, 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 they succeeded in... Because every time I saw one, I was like, uh, can I try another one instead? Dude, I walked into a comic shop yesterday mm. in preparation for a show last night and tonight. Reparation? Oh, re- in reparations for... Mm. <laughs> um, And their new release rack was pathetic. Uh, I mean, just absolutely... Like, Danny Ketch Ghost Rider's back. I'm like, okay. I mean, I liked them, but why? And it was like the big deal. It was the big deal on the rack. I'm like, you're kidding me, right? Wow. And, uh, and, every th- and, and it was tiny. It was like a new release rack from the early 80s. Uh, and yeah, half of it was variants. Oh, and, of course. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, rest of the shop's smart. So it's a diverse shop. A diverse as in it diversifies yes, yes. the product. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it has really good back issues at good prices. It has hot toys. It has statues. It has pops. It's got loose figures. It's got giant life-size figures. It's got like, it's uh, uh, a real comic shop. Like, can, we, a, can we use the technical term, Gary, please? Lucy's, L- Lucy's. They Lucy's. have Lucy's. They have Lucy's. Not loose figures. That's Lucy's. for normies. That's for people who don't know what they're fucking talking about. No, Lucy's. No, no, no. Lucy's. No, no. I call them. Do you Lucy's. have a Lucy's bin here? Yeah, it's just over there. Okay, that's how you Brits talk. I I say loose figures because I like for one. We had a sh- we had a shirt back in the day that said loose figure. Well, I mean, that had a completely different context in all fairness. It did. It did. Yeah. Um, but I digress. Uh, yeah, they're they're like my my kid just walked right past him and he, and he starts like uh he's all do they collect pulp, dad? Do they collect pulp? And he starts pointing out all this. He he got some Steve Ditko, Doctor Strange. Uh I'm trying to point my kid in the right direction, but it's so sad. Uh you, I mean there will be nothing to not that you guys want to go back because you've already said that and I totally believe you, but there will be nothing to go back to. It's gone. Like it really is gone. And it's and it's just gonna peter out and and just kind of fade away like a fart in the wind. It's not gonna go out with some bang. Uh hmm. and it it's already happening and it's just waiting for the giant corporations. They they don't even have the time to get around to Marvel right. or DC comics right now. They they have much bigger fish to fry and lay off. Other than some little puny division that loses them, you know, probably a million dollars a year, you know. Well, that was a great segue to Steve Ditko because I, I got to address this. Legalized out at her with a two hundred dollar dude. Wow. That's going to get me so much blowing hookers. It's unreal. Chuck <laughs> and Graham, lose a lot of What weight. is your favorite Steve Ditko story art? Go Graham. <laughs> um. Uh, I, I think for me, it's his early Doctor Strange stuff. Um, I, I really, really loved. He was still doing a lot more. You know, Ditko's uh, art style uh, sort of evolved into mannequin drawing, and but his early stuff from the fifties and into the mid to late sixties, you know, he, he he was fleshing out the forms and he was using really great lighting effects and stuff like that. And I don't think it got any better than when he was in the in the 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 meat and potatoes of Doctor Strange. Uh, not only was he doing great lighting effects and stuff, but he was creating worlds that didn't exist. Mm. Uh, you know, like if you were to get a script and say, okay, he goes to this this 
this place with door memo is, you know, well, what is that? You know, I mean, and he creates all this visual language that everybody still uses for alternate dimensions and, and all that kind of shit, you know, floating, not asteroids, but shapes. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think all that stuff to me was just so amazing. And uh, that would probably be my favorite. Yeah. yeah, it'd be hard for me to pick, but I I, I always go back to uh, the work he did at Warren on uh, the Creepy magazine with Archie Goodwin because he was experimenting with washes and even charcoal on one story um, uh, and just really going ape, you know, taking full advantage of the black and white um, <laughs> medium and, and also the higher page rate to <laughs> spend a lot more time on the pages. Uh, yeah. But those are really... Uh, I think of everything Warren ever did, they were the most successful horror stories they did because they, they owed nothing to, to the EC stuff or any of that. They, they were, it was their own brand of horror story that he and Archie came up with. Yeah, Archie, nice. uh, Archie's just been amazing. He, I don't think he's ever written a bad story, but no. my God, you know. Uh, incapable of writing a story that wasn't entertaining. Yeah, yeah, it's always entertaining. Yeah. Like that, massive, thank you. Uh, Gary's showing off some comics. I got... Uh, Couple of comics in the post today. Star Wars. Star Wars. I bought number one off the stands. The Star Trek. Wow. Uh, these these are the comics that I got today. Thirty two. Woo! Whoa. Hey now. Oh, my name is Joe Frankenstein. I'm a god. <laughs> my god, audiobook uh, incoming. It looks like this. These are two are exactly the same. It's not because uh, one of them actually comes with the the autograph. You see the autograph and the little thing, the little sticker and the autograph and thing. Uh, so uh, yeah, looking forward to the uh, the slab. Just got the slab to come for uh, for nice. that. Uh, but yeah, they is? just came in the. That's mm? awesome, by the way. I haven't mm. got my book, so fuck you. No, but sorry, um, I'm in the UK. We get dealt first. We get sorted. I out. guess so. You know mm -hmm. what this is? It's it's a record. It's oh, a galactic. Yeah. Remember those? You cut them out. Oh and wow! You on your record player. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Effects. Yeah. <laughs> wow. You have to have a forty-five. Yeah. Brim full of Asher on the forty-five. Uh, so speaking of Joe Frankenstein, this is part one that's uh, now being fulfilled. Uh, when you created uh, Joe Frankenstein back in the day, you two, and uh, at the moment on Indiegogo, uh, we do actually have <laughs> Joe Frankenstein part two. The link is in the description box down below, folks. And also, the link is in the pinned comment above in the chat. So it's easy for you to just click the, the uh, pinned comment. And just like the uh, first campaign, this is only running for 30 days. 30 days and then done. No in-demand, none of that. It's uh, And then it's going to be fulfilled uh, by, was it uh, end of summer, beginning of, uh, or is it January, actually? for September. September, uh, oh, okay. There yeah. You go. But uh, as with part one, um, that was supposed to start fulfillment in June, but mm -hmm. we started uh, like the first week of May. Um, so, you know, uh, it'll probably be sooner, but uh, it certainly won't be any later than September. Sweet. Uh yeah. Any, hold on, I'll bring it up. Uh, anything you want to tell us about Joe Frankenstein? Well, the first 10 pages are up on the website, so you can you can uh, take a look at it. And uh, uh, there was a um, uh, a comment, somebody was asking, they missed out on part one, they wondered if, 
if they're going to be able to get part two? Well, the answer is yes. Uh, you can get part one once it's all fulfilled, once all the the backers are fulfilled. Uh, then uh, part one will go up on the Compass Comics website and you'll be able to order it there. So don't be shy about ordering part two because you can you'll be able to get part one. Nice. Yeah, so we're working in on the the magic one thousand backers. Very yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. No, well, come on, folks. We can eat. come on. <laughs> Let's get come on now. You know the score. We're so close. Only forty nine people away from a thousand backers. You know your job today, folks. Fifteen hundred people in the chat here watching. There's uh, currently four thousand. How, how many? Wow. Four thousand people 4, in the 000. chat. Oh. Yeah. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Hello there. We got this in the bag. It's okay. Look, right, only, they're just making a way in. They're just making a way in. It's only 4,000 at the moment. It'll, it'll having get, a browse. Yeah. They're just having a little, you know, getting the seats, getting the yeah, popcorn, getting the drinks. Popcorn. Yeah, absolutely. Locking themselves down. Yeah. 4,000 on the dot. Uh, yeah. Already uh, 52,000 with 25 days to go. So it's had a cracking start, as all yeah, campaigns. Good start. starts. Simmers down in the middle. Explosive endings, a bit like me, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> a lot Gross. of the simmer down in the middle bit, though. I just, just saying, that's at least 30, 34 seconds of simmering down. Uh, 25 days left to go. We've got the double trouble, the two covers, your cover, the alternative cover. We could just buy Graham a cigar, I'll smoke it. You'll smoke it. Smoke on pancake, crap in a bong. Smoke them if you got them. Uh, or you can get the covers individually. Mm -hmm. Grand's cover, variant cover, and then I, these are this, these are my new favorite things uh, to get now. Just the slab, the signed slabs, signed by Chuck and Graham. Signed slab. I had to get one of them. I had to. Mm. I'll probably get another before it's over as well. <laughs> one to store, one to one to put somewhere. You know. Uh, but yeah, bugs with. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know I cracked it. Uh, so yes, so folks, link in the description, top link in the description down below, or uh, the pinned comment. And let's have a watch of the uh, video, shall we? Yes, we shall. You gotta, you gotta give that trailer guy of yours a hell of a pat on the bat, man, because these trailers are great. But they all were, you know, Ghost Mike and Bay Bay and Joe Frankenstein Part One, Part Two. These yeah. are great. These yeah, are great trailers. Yeah, he does a great job. 
Awesome stuff. So please, folks, go support people who are actually creating stuff that you want to read, not, not that you want to throw in a fucking bin. Uh, so again, link is in the description box down below. It's also the pinned link. We'll have a chit chat about that later. And great, uh, Chuck, you've also yeah. got a great little book, Conan, Dark, Dark Citadel, Black Citadel. Uh, why, gotta be, why gotta be black and dark? Siege of the Black Citadel, yep. Siege of the Black Citadel, yeah. Which yeah. you can you can either get on chuckdixon.net or the website, which you, the other website, your all the books. I'm sorry, I'm waiting for you to, to fill that. that yeah, so Arkhaven. You can get it at Arkhaven, you can get it at Amazon, you can get it at Barnes & Noble. So, there you go. Go yeah. check them out. It's available at popular prices. If you go to Arkhaven, you get a free ebook along with the paperback. There you go. There you go. Can't so if you, if you don't want to open them, like me, when you get two of them, because you don't want to open one of them, because you don't want the white line there, uh, that's why you get two. You get one to store and you get one <coughs> to uh, to actually open up and read. Uh, which is, that's a that's a popular thing. Most most collectors do that anyway. Don't know. I don't know that. One to store, one to read. Uh, and then you can uh, hand it over to your mates as well once they pay for it, of course. Yeah, yeah I encourage <laughs> that policy. Policy. Buy two of everything. Yes. Yeah. Yes. At least. That's what Noah did. <laughs> you didn't buy I them. Do, like, if you buy one, that. you get one free, Noah. It's like, I'm That's in. an excellent question. Did he have to buy some of those animals? I'm sure he <laughs> well, did. I mean, he, had to, he had to bribe some of them to I, go I'm on the sure boat. Like, like, God, the only like cows I have are, are bills. And like yeah. Bill's gonna die. You're gonna kill Bill. Right. And I need to buy his cows. Like, what am I doing here? Do I gotta lie yeah. to him? Like, <clears throat> I you know, I default to you, God. And God's like, just bullshit him. Buy a couple of cows. Tell him everything. Give him a couple shekels. Tell him everything's gonna be fine. Hmm. What, what did Noah find? Uh Joe Exotic. Joe got it. Um yeah. and they, they had it like an ayahuasca tranquilizer. That's my guess. Yeah. yeah. He was just like, I got loads two. of these lines for you, John. You know, a couple of hundred bucks a piece, dude. Yeah, I, a, I imagine that Noah shit. picked all his enemies and said, "Hey, man, it's gonna rain like hell. You got to get on my boat. I'm gonna save you." And they all get on the boat, but they don't realize they're the food for the lions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he all his, all his enemies to the lions. <laughs> What's up? His whole nation, um... whole nation, you know, saved, and then then it ends. You know, and the dove goes out. Comes back and it's just like, just our family was spared by God. Oh, thank you, man. You know, where did everyone else go? In Starlog, they had the British report. Oh, like, Sapphire wow. and Steel, man. Sapphire and Steel. Sapphire and Steel, British report. Yeah, Doctor Who. British people doing things. British people making stuff. We'll give you a page and a half, but like, more I was, later. I was all over more it. Later. Who knew what they were up to? Yeah, I know. Dude, check this out. This is British like, uh, people, am I right? Uh, weirdos. <laughs> they are kind of fucking weird. Look at this stuff. Yeah, uh, Frame this now. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Star Galactica. Oh, mm. so cool. Is that a painting or is that a? It's a painting. Somebody? Yeah, it is. Do you know who did it? No. Yeah. Uh, uh, Do you? Question. Would you like I, to know I more? I can't see it close close enough. There's no. If wait, we can get a better look. Oh, we can tell you. There is a signature on it, but like it is. It's painted, mm -hmm. so it's a terrible. I would not. I would have to like scan. I'd have to take a picture for it and send it to you because, like, I I would have to blow this up. 
There's no Wait, way. Go, 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 go big on, uh, on Gary on, on the screen, then hold it up. Let's see if we can see it. Uh, I would, I wouldn't be able to focus. Oh uh, no. It's the signatures like right here. You can, I can't see it on the page. I mean, I am blind, but I can't take see a it. photo, put it on Twitter hey, and then I'll capture it and bring it on, onto the hey, chat. Uh, Starlog 39 who painted the Battlestar Galactica picture. I believe in you chat. Wait, don't don't tell us though. We we want to see the painting and see if we can figure it out. Well, yeah, mm. you guys should, like this is probably like some guy who officiated your wedding or your best man, and you're forgetting about him, and he's feeling <laughs> devastated right now. That's gonna be the best man. That one. That happened. was a good movie. I, I, that was a good good magazine star log when it first came out. Hell yeah, I got this for for three dollars. Uh, I was at the comic store yesterday. I'm going through all the old. You know, I got this for like ten bucks. It's got Solomon Kane, Red Sonia. Yeah. Red Sonia. My kid picked this one out. My kid's like, you should read this, Dad. And I'm like, you're right, son. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know who did that painting. Who Earl did that Warren. painting? Oh, Earl yeah. Warren. Oh, it's so good. Uh, do, 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 do. John, uh, they're art directors. But all I, all I care about, Graham, is what his politics were. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's no, vote for? there's no trans yeah. people in the Solomon Kane story. Sorry, uh, by Roy Thomas and Alan Weiss and Pablo Marcos. Howard Shaken did the Day of the Sword. Uh, they gave a sword a whole day. They gave us, yeah, Shad would be so happy. <laughs> he wouldn't settle for a day. Uh, the omen on the skull is Vincent Alcazar. Alcazar, Vincente Alcazar, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's good. Yeah, he was good. Yeah. yeah, good stuff in here, dude. Those black and white magazines, they they really had some great stuff going on. They did. Yeah, it was the last time they uh, like, well, one of the last times they actually reached out to find a new audience. Right. Uh, Stan, Stan Lee had something going there with that plateau publishing. He said, I got a great idea. Boobs. Ah. Get rid of that comic code. Boobs. That'll well, get we... those kids watching and reading. And it did. It worked every time. Sorry, I'm paying attention. Sorry. Yep. Well, the old man started that stuff. Goodman, you know, he he was doing all the all the, the, the kind of Saul Goodman magazines and stuff <laughs> back in the 30s and 40s. Yeah, the dollar store Playboy type magazines. Yep, yep. Oh. Well, then the sweat that. magazines, the men's sweat magazines too. There was right. uh, they you were. Know, I killed a thousand were. Japanese with my bare hands, kind of magazine. Right. <laughs> at the newsstands, which were. I mean, in California, they were far and few between. So they were near the, the either the Navy base or the Marine base. And that's where I had to go. I had to go to a newsstand and they were conveniently located right next to the penthouse and the Playboys and all the other hardcore detective stuff. And then there was the comics. You're like, oh, I'm just going to slowly browse. <laughs> slowly. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, we're going to play a little game now. Oh boy. It's fun when we play games. Yeah. Uh, we're going to play a game. This game is called uh, Which How of the much posters... can Azra's YouTube channel take before it gets taken down? <laughs> I like that game. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's play. <laughs> uh, this is this is called Which Poster is the One That Was Released in the West and Which Poster is the <laughs> One That Was Released in China? It's an easy game. Okay. This is, well, I What's mean, the prize. <laughs> The prize is yeah. uh, another poster to look at. It has to be a prize, mofo. 
So uh, can you guess, uh, let's go with Black Panther. Can you guess which <laughs> which one of these Black Panther posters came out in the West and which one came out in China? The name of this game is Hide the Negro. Yeah. Well, pretty, pretty much. Uh, wow. Yes. Yeah. Because that's, that's what happens. Uh, so we got, of course, this China is what is they did for the West. This is what they did for Intolerant. Hmm? Okay. Uh, boy, I couldn't. That one got really small. I was gonna say yeah. China is famous that's for, poster for China. That's what they wanted. China. Unfortunately, that's what they got. Uh, yeah, they're, they're not known. Chinese not known for their um, for their uh, inclusion and diversity. Well, they're known uh, for it here. <laughs> well, yes, yeah, in the West, yeah, in the West propaganda machine that is Disney. Oh, they love uh, it. Then they're the most loving people. I mean, they they put people in camps to concentrate. Apparently. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah the they, had to, they had to think on think a about lot stuff. of concentrating going on. Lots of concentrating. Um, going well, they get them all together in one group to just show them all the love they can. Yeah. Exactly, and it's just it's like, hey, we're going to make sure that you're not distracted by the burden of children. So we're just going to sterilize all your women. Yeah, as well. So you know, this is you know, they're <laughs> considerate, considerate that government. They're, they're, they're looking out for your safety. Okay? Yes. Looking Would you like to know more? <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna weld you in your house because you have a cold. We're looking. Yeah. Out. Yes, yes. Yes. We're yes. gonna nail your door shut, so so that uh, you are protected from people outside. So as uh, and then we're gonna then then we're gonna make sure your building falls down. And then we're gonna bag up all your pets. Mm. Yes. Yeah. After after we beat them with sticks, and then build a giant. <laughs> yeah. empty well, just city. to get all the dust off, though, Grant. Mm. That's just to get the dust off. And build multiple giant empty cities as a giant economic shell game that's going to collapse very soon. If you don't know about that, that's yeah, that it's is amazing. Crazy. It's amazing. Uh, but yeah, I you know what? I think the one with the mask is the one for China, and the one where they shrunk Finn on the poster is the one for China. As that's my guess. I don't know how you managed to come to that conclusion, but you are right. You right, are right. right. Now there is a new film coming out this week called uh, The Little Mermaid. Which is a live action, 99% of it CGI'd uh, version of The Little Mermaid, which starred some chick with red hair. Wait, wait. I have uh, which has thankfully been changed. People? Exactly. And who likes them? I know I don't. Oh, there's some dick. Nice. There's some dick cone. Yeah. Yeah. And bring on the bad guys. Oh, yeah. right. Dude, right huh? Dude, I got this for 15 bucks. Well, talk about bringing on the bad guys. Fifteen bucks. I was like, I had to ask him if it was priced right. I'm like, are you sure? Like, because I'm, I even have it already. But I'm like, I'm gonna buy it for fifteen bucks. This thing's cool. <laughs> uh, would you like to see the Chinese poster for the Little Mermaid? I would right. love to. Uh, and, well, I don't know if you can you can tell, but she's very well, blue and white. Hmm. It's as if they're trying to disguise the ethnicity of this character still for a Chinese like, audience. It looks like Zack Snyder's Little Mermaid. <laughs> it is definitely the Snyder cut of the Little yeah. Mermaid. Yes, you know the person who made this poster when they were they were threatened with that point of view. They were like, "Uh, no, this is artistic. This mm -hmm. is this is how everyone looks with that kind of." Yes, that's what it does. I mean, we don't want to give this and... to the West. We want we want to we want to put out articles and articles and articles about how racist people are because we race changed a character. And made a very cynical cash grab uh, based off identity politics. 
However, for China, so unusual for Disney. Disney. I thought China refused like Disney releases, which outright. Did that get reversed at some point? It got yeah. reversed, and they uh, what happened was uh, Disney probably bent over for China, and China gets to take even more money, and they probably take in fifteen percent, and they like probably look at it as marketing because that extra thirty to hundred million you can get from China, you can add to your box office and make it look like you had a success. Because I mean, Disney's not known for doing this; they're not no. known for like, moving numbers around to make things look better. No. I would never, ever insinuate that Disney is playing a giant shell game and they no. don't really have any fucking money. I but mean, they're currently being sued for it. That's the but theory. Don't worry about that. Clearly, that's a, a coincidence. Theory. It, it's uh, alt right dog whistles and all that shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's. I. I do. I do like that. I do like the their marketing to China. It's so subtle. So what happens when they show the Black Panther and they they got a poster up there with a guy with a helmet on and it's mm. called the Black Panther and it mm. takes place in Africa. So mm. all these Chinese moviegoers see that poster, they go into the theater and it opens up and bam, Wakanda. Mm. Do they walk out? <laughs> I guess well, so, I don't know. You be I was actually amazed at this, but apparently a lot of the Chinese did walk out of uh Black Panther disgusted. And it wasn't because of Chandwick Boseman or color of people's skin. The Chinese people turn around going, holy shit, what, a, what an ethno state. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and they were disgusted that the, the West would try and, and use as propaganda an ethno state. <laughs> True story. Um, I, I remember seeing this. I remember looking for it. I couldn't find it, but I watched the video. I didn't imagine it. I was completely sober. So it, I guess it might've been a flashback, but there was a Chinese show or an Asian show where Chad, Chadwick Boseman won star of the year in China. <laughs> you just know it's like some PR shit that they threw together. And uh, this was right after black Panther, dude. Uh, it's out there. It exists. Uh, wow. And it's, Okay. Wow. Hey, maybe they changed. I don't know. I haven't been there. I'll never go there. It's a terrible film. I hunted, Rob. It really is I not hunted. a good movie. It, Wait, it, which is, is, it is an film? objectively Black Panther. It's terrible. Oh, right. Oh, God. It's so boring. Oh, it's oh. so boring. And then when you get to the fight uh, with uh, Killmonger oh. and that horrible CGI. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was, like, was they're, they're talking out their ass I'm about not. Academy Awards for this thing and how yep. great it is and oh it's it, it was so the the bigotry of the soft bigotry or the very not soft bigotry of low expectations was on display during the entire run of that movie with the critics with disney oh yeah nobody could write anything true about it they had no. oh this is wonderful you know this is this is what hollywood has needed please and the story was a mess i mean the villain was entirely justified in his actions yes. throughout the film. I mean, he was the true hero of the film. It's like they had it flipped upside down. They, they fucking killed off Andy Serkis as well, mm. like randomly in that movie. I was so annoyed. I was oh, like, yeah. oh, you killed off like the main like, dude I was interested in. You just, you just like the white guy, Mahler. Mm. It's not that he was white. It's that he was nuts. And that was interesting because everyone else I liked was it when boring. They, I liked it when they called the white people colonizers. I did oh, too. Yeah. I colonizer. Did you? I clapped. So bright. It's about time. We're just called colonizers. Yeah. 
All I said was uh, in my video when that film came out, because I made the mistake of criticizing that film, obviously. I yes, you did. I, I said it was cringe as fuck whenever that happened, and people were like, ah, oh, of course, the British guy doesn't like being made fun of for being a colonizer. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I guess that's all I am to you people. <laughs> am i just a color can, can, can you tell me what happened in your history before what why does as want to write the italian prime minister what happened to you guys oh well i mean we got uh we got invaded and taken over by the uh romans uh, we got invaded and taken over by the french uh we got invaded uh constantly by the vikings and uh, basically all, we, said, all hey, we wanted to do was just pile up our, me, our, our dung. That's all we wanted to do. You wanted to dance around naked in trees and like, mm -hmm. you know, and walk, walk around in mud and paint your faces. Well, blue you see, and being an indigenous species, an indigenous population yeah, in Great Britain, we were, we were not too happy with our colonial overlords. You wanted to dance around in your goatskin pants around this ancient ruin. Yes. It was pretty neat, Gary. You gotta try it before you knock it. Yeah. Who says I haven't done it? Don't assume. Oh. Well, you, you've done a lot of drugs, in all fairness. So. <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine you've done naked hit somewhere at some point. <laughs> Probably, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, you know, if, if we, and if we go to the history of all of that, then China are gonna have to pay a lot of money. A lot of China. money to a lot of countries. Mm. Particularly all those descendants of Genghis Khan. Well, and there's a lot what, of them. What, one in every two hundred people, <laughs> something like that. And the and the Avars, the Avars who were mm. who were wait people from from the Caucasus Mountains around Mongolia who were chased out and then uh, regrouped and took over like Hungary or something like that. My favorite bit is when the. <laughs> My favorite bit is when the the, the woke crew uh, decide to call the West Indies uh, West Indians indigenous, and you're like, ooh, uh -oh. ooh, that's 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 you probably don't want to know the story. No. You probably don't want to know the story of that. But uh, <laughs> you keep going, the, stunning the and brave. The problem with calling anybody indigenous is it's patently untrue. Everybody came from somewhere else. Yep. It's it's really just about yeah. who can hold the land. Remember it's, it's that we, we all originate from Africa? Right. Yeah, and, and so, we uh, Africa, the... cut it out. Cut and, out and... your colonizing ways. Come on now. Right. <laughs> I, I believe it was three spaceships came from Mars to land on Africa. So, you know, it goes back even further than that. Four, and one of them four. went to South America. But yeah. those people were they don't talk about out. the fourth one ever, though. Uh, the clothes mm. people were wiped out in a cataclysm. They were the fourth Martian ship. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then uh, they weren't there. They got wiped out. And that's when the Asians, the Eurasians, came over and took over our land. But th they're not indigenous either. Why I know about all... this because I listened to Chris DeBerg as Spaceman Came Traveling. Mm -mm. Mm. You know, I want to stand up for the Neanderthals. Uh... You know, they were the first indigenous <laughs> people and yeah. we did them wrong. And then, yeah, they, they fought the dinosaurs. And they won. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. That's the true they, history. They won the great dinosaur thing. war. They, yeah. they wiped great out Amy all the Yeah, and they didn't stand a fucking chance, man. Primal is a documentary, okay? Yeah. 
Well, the Flintstones the documentary. They yeah, went to work every day. They did. You know, they had mm-hmm. wives and children and cared mm-hmm. about, you know, and we, we did them wrong. We did them wrong. Yeah. We, took, we took a bunch of their genetics. So, you know. Yeah. Well, and, they, and they lived at the same time as Cro-Magnum. So yep. figure that one out. Well, that's why we have Neanderthal genes. Unless you're from Africa, hey, I, Robert, I brought up the Denisovans. Okay, I, I gave the Denisovans a shout out, which are just another kind of Neanderthal. What we're trying to say, folks, is China's really racist. Yeah. <laughs> really <laughs> fucking racist. Uh, to make a long story long, Disney. Uh, yeah. Yes. yes Disney, Disney is funny though. Well, they're funny. They're like they're super racist in other places, but here they're like, "Oh, we can't." I, just, I like some of the poster choices for the fact that they're like, "Yeah, we'll get away with this," and everyone's like, "No, you won't." <laughs> Why would you even think that? And they're like, "Oh, really? I thought we had it this time." It's like, "No, no, not even close." But hey, you know what? It'd be funny to see the next one. The next. There's attempt. no such thing as the internet. Nobody will search a Chinese poster. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> She's blue because she's under the water. Everyone's blue yeah, underwater. Why? <laughs> yeah. I mean, apart from in the movie and in all the Western trailers, but apart from that, yeah, it's fine. Fine. Oh, it's as if they it's as if they set these things up. It's so crazy. Um, yeah, I like how an early promo for this, there were all these articles about how swimming was racist. <laughs> <laughs> I my favorite was yesterday when I when I saw an article saying that getting up early and and getting you know productive early is uh, is embedded in white supremacy. True. <laughs> True. How I mean, how is that not the most racist thing ever? I mean, how do these people know. sleep at night? I. It, What's mean these people? Wow. <laughs> white, white liberal women to be specific. Yeah, 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 yeah. People, I saw this clip today on Twitter. Sorry, I can't remember who it was, but um to give him credit, but you know, it's it, it was a black guy just going, What do you mean I, I'm too dumb to get an ID? Yeah. What do you mean I, I I'm marginalized and I can't get a job? Like, fuck you, you know, like that's that's what all of us have been saying. That that the whole term marginalized uh is is super bigoted it's like you're less than you you're not powerful enough right right so so you're not strong enough and like imagine people hearing that and internalizing that for generations they're going to start believing it like anybody would any human would no matter what you look like if you're just told after generations you're not good enough you're not smart enough. You can't work an app. You can't get an ID. And then imagine the people saying you can't that. use the internet. So what's the term? Uh, you know, uh, they just repackaged uh, the plantation, basically nicer package. That's all. Is that controversial to say? Uh, no, it's not. That's no. I mean, like, go look at all of our cities right now and uh, all the major ones that are run by a certain party and tell me how much has changed in, in 40 years. Well, it's, it's changed. It's gotten worse. That's how much it's, it's changed. gotten worse. It's gotten yeah. worse. I've witnessed. That's because they double down. You know, yeah. <laughs> not only do they keep doing what they've been doing, but they go further. It's, yeah, it, they've, done, they've done everything they can by government policy, from Margaret Sanger to Lyndon Johnson. 
yep. to destroy the African-American community in the United yeah. States. Famously inclusive uh, and and uh, uh, indiscriminate Lyndon Johnson. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> well, if, if, if you can find it, you got to hear Lenny Bruce's routine of them trying to teach Lyndon Johnson how to say Negro. Oh God! Because <laughs> oh. he he did not pronounce that word uh, properly. He cannot uh, through most of his political career. Uh, is it nearly as funny as Justin Trudeau trying to say LGBTQ? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah and uh, yeah, after 2020, it's been a, it's been a death spiral for a couple of cities, yeah. oh. a handful of cities, including San Francisco, which they had to invent a term for doom loop. That sounds good. But uh, does it explain why waking up early is rooted in white supreme? Does it just like go to that machine in uh in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy and just like is getting up early racist? And it just says yes. Yeah. Oh, okay, good. We got it. The notion of waking up early and starting your day with the rising sun is often associated with productivity, success, and a strong work ethic. However, However, this seemingly innocuous concept is not without <laughs> its historical and cultural implications. In this article, we will explore the origins of the early rising narrative and how it's rooted in Farming. white supreme. Farming. Fucking agriculture. It's, it's, called, it's called the agricultural system. Yeah. It's called hunting, too. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say it's called yeah. hunting too. Back when we were before we were uh, agricultural. Yeah, you didn't start oh, late on. in the afternoon to hunt well, and you, gather. You, you guys, that is the end of the sentence. No. The, the sentence ends oh, no. hard. When Contributing the, to the perpetuation oh, no. of racial inequality. Wow. Why well, can't black people? Can't, can't only I'm white just, people I'm can get up early? Can get paid to do this shit. I know. I, I don't get up early. That's proof I'm not a bigot, but my wife is. She's a major bigot. <laughs> wait until you, Gary, wait until they release the article. <laughs> Getting up late is embedded in white supremacy as well. <laughs> of course. You gotta, I mean, they got to get paid to write this shit to pay back their student loans. So Existing yeah. is, is white supremacy. <laughs> <laughs> Getting up at a reasonable-ish time is still white supremacy. Oh, here we here, this you can You can guess where it's going to go, but the early rising ideology is not inherently racist. How about oh, it's okay. not racist at all? However, its connections to white supreme can be seen when examining the broader historical and social contexts. Enslaved Africans were forced to work tirelessly from sunrise to sunset. We, we can't see the article. I know. Okay. He's, he's protecting us. I'm protecting you from the words. Don't Wait, read that last sentence again. Your protection. Enslaved Africans were forced to work tirelessly. I think they'd be very tired, actually. Uh, from sunrise to sunset. Pussies. Cartoonists work longer than that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the task oh, is different, get, but all right. Get some crust, people. Hi, Twitter. Hi, God. Hi, Twitter. You're right. We're back. <laughs> <laughs> We're back, baby. We're back. <laughs> this time, what even one of us? It wasn't. It was a guest. Uh, and their white oppressors often used the rhetoric of hard work and discipline oh, to justify their inhumane treatment. Well, I don't. I mean, hey, look, we're trending. 
<laughs> it's the BBC. Yeah, baby. Thank you, Graham. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was quick. The clip is already there. <laughs> this created a false narrative that Africans were inherently lazy and needed the civilizing influence of their white masters. They were fucking slaves. They didn't have much option. Yeah, there was a. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah, we're actually fancy, uh, fancy sleeping in today, boss. Oh, come on now. <laughs> the sun's up. Come on. Let's get into the fields. Come on, guys. Oh, I don't know. No. I don't know. I'm a bit, you know, a bit sad, mate. What? Oh, I give up. 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 My favorite response was actually um, Lauren Chen, who put, I usually hate this work bullshit. Bullshit. But, uh, but she put BS because she doesn't smoke. Uh, but as a night owl, I'll allow it here. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Yeah, a lot of people are just like, oh, no, I don't like getting up early. Yeah, it's, it's blaming white people for it. It's a joke, obviously. These people are the other people. I said these people. Oh, it was a joke? Oh, I was like... Yeah. Was that was a joke that. by Lauren, believe it or not. Damn it. Because the whole article was was insane. Wow. Speaking wow. of insane, segue. Have you seen the current reviews for Indiana Jones? Oh, oh. no. <laughs> Disney were just like, hey, we're going to drop the embargo a month before this film comes out. What could possibly go wrong? Oh, my God. It is my understanding that they had to do that in order for it to be shown at Cannes, right? Yes, but correct. this has backfired completely because I guess they thought they'd get good promotion from Cannes, which mm. the opposite happened instead. Yeah. Well, it was a bunch of French people for one, so they're not in their pocket and they don't care about Disney. Yeah. Well, isn't the Cannes yeah. Film Festival is like they want fucking indie shit and artistic shit? They don't want to see this. <laughs> <laughs> they think this, this is not. I don't know what Disney this, would think. Who told like, them to put this in Cannes? This sounds like a Catholic. Kennedy idea to me who mm -hmm. doesn't think about things she just does them well we've got 37 reviews so far with a 49% on rotten tomatoes oh dear this is like a boxer that doesn't know when to quit you know when he goes yeah. out in the ring and gets his face smashed in and you're like oh my mm. god he used to be so great you know and you, you feel bad for it you know but then you're mm -hmm. like well you shouldn't have gotten out there it, this was a cash grab, you know, and they're all trying to, you know, rake this over the coals. But come on, the man's 80 years old. And we're supposed to believe he can hold on to the little golf cart and flip his legs up like he's doing a leg lift type thing. So, you know, while being spun around and jumping and, and swinging on his whip and give me a friggin break. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised they didn't break poor Harrison Ford. Uh, this is this is going to hurt James Mangold, who. I mean, yes, already hurt will. himself by melting down on Twitter. But before that, yep. damn good filmmaker. Uh, it, it's not going to hurt Harrison Ford. He doesn't care. Uh, it no. will, I mean, tarnish no. it a little bit more. I think it's just going to be a fart in the wind. But uh, rumor is, take it with a grain of salt, folks. Um, it, this is having a lasting effect. And this is why Disney's getting um, basically Pakistani feminist uh, documentarians to direct their films because nobody wants to work for them anymore. And they're having a hard time casting Fantastic Four right now, because uh, people mm -hmm. are turning down the roles left and right. Wait, is, so is that connected in some way to like the thousand abominations they've released, or is, or is that just unrelated? I don't know if that's totally unrelated. Uh, mm. And you're a bigot for bringing it up. I'm sorry. Uh, I 
I, I, it's funny as well because you know, out of um, I guess Deckard, Han Solo, and Indiana Jones, the one of those three he definitely can't do when he's old is Indiana Jones. That's like the yeah. main one you wouldn't be able to. The other two, <laughs> it could work. I don't want to see any more from either of them, of course, but. It's just funny that he's so desperate to make more Indiana Jones, and that's the one role that everyone's like, "Old man, sit down, okay?" He has, he has oh. to do, now he has to do Air Force Two and become a bad dad in that. Just to, <laughs> <laughs> to find all of the roles it's he can. Thirty years to get a, a second dad. term. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he plays the Biden-like president now. Yeah, yeah, that'd yeah, be awesome. Yes, yes. Where, where he walks around, he doesn't know where he's at. <laughs> has to be pointing the in the right direction. Oh, as well isn't oh. that like hilarious too that we're we're just in this era where everyone's being run this way and <laughs> didn't you get a standing ovation for this somehow okay okay right whoa, whoa, whoa. okay i need to i need to put context to that the standing ovation was before the film was shown mosquito oh. too <laughs> so when so he was given this standing ovation lots of applause uh you know lots of tears from from harrison the camera panned over to Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Fucking silence. Nobody gives a fuck about this intersectional twat waffle. Then they showed the film. Then the French started talking throughout the film because they were bored off their tits. Oh, and then no. after the film, they got a very lukewarm five-minute ovation. Yeah. Oh, you um, know what the Dial of Destiny is? It's the Antikythera mechanism. It's a thing that really exists. But... They just what is made it? the MacGuffin. What it's, it do? Uh, <clears throat> so it, they found so it off of the coast of Greece. Uh, it's it's ooh, they found it, and it's from like sixty. Is it six hundred or sixty A.D. Chat. Um, but it's it's a device that um, it's basically like finding a jet in ancient Egypt. It's it was a mechanism of gears. It was a watch basically. It was it was a watch made a thousand years before they invented a watch and it was a way to track the sky. So it was a way to navigate your ship. Uh, and the only way they found it is they found it in uh, some, a, a, a Roman ship had, had sunk, but it, it was a Greek device. So it, it, you can look it up. It exists. It's, it's, uh, if it couldn't contact aliens, I don't really care. I'm going to be honest. Well, maybe it did. We don't know what they, they, but the thing is like amazingly and the story of it the real life story of it is brilliant like it's really cool uh so it's but better um, than a sextant for navigating yeah. well yeah yeah prior to the sextant yeah the, dude this it's it shouldn't exist in this time it's 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 like one of it's it's a true uh 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 out of place artifact like really out of place artifact hmm, hmm. But no, this they're is... just making some little time dial, and they're going to do time. They are; it can find fissures in time, basically. This is the uh, the fake BBC, not the real BBC. <laughs> we check in, in on our little bro yeah, every yeah, once in yeah, a while. Our little bros soon to be out of business. <laughs> Unlucky. Uh, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny review: gloomy and depressing final act. And that's the BBC. Wow. Well, and as you uh, have said previously, as there's down. two words we can associate with Indiana Jones. It's gloomy and depressing. That's yes. what I'm looking for. Hey, they're subverting our expectations, Mahler. Hey, okay. Good stuff. Harrison Ford and Phoebe Waller-Bridge can't lift a film that is, quote, a depressing reminder of how much livelier his past adventures were, writes Nicholas Barber. 
No shit. It's as if we've been saying, I mean, the, the, the last Indiana Jones movie, which was an abomination, came out, what, 2008? Yeah, fucking 15 years ago, 15 this was true. 15 years ago, and this we week, were talking about way too old to be Indiana. 15 years ago. Hmm? This, it, came, it was released this week, 15 this years week, ago. This week, 15 yeah. years ago. That's absolutely fucking nuts, man. And one of the criticisms was, he's too old now. He's too old, he's 65 or whatever he was at the time. He's 65, he's too old to play Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones is a, you know, is a, is a young, or man in his prime, anyway. Man in his prime... Uh, adventurer, and we, and we just get taken, swept along on these these incredible journeys of his. Not some old man going, oh, I'm too old for this shit. Uh, hey, look, reference. <laughs> There's a reference. Oh, yeah. Uh, aliens, you know. Oh, come on, man. No, and that's 15 years ago. Now, the world's gone eat fucking insane he's a skeleton he can't be good yeah he's 80 and he's been paired together with an intersectional fucking bellend who is absolute franchise cancer everything she's in she's ruined she was in solo she played leet l337 oh fucking oh what a reference you fucking bellends she played a, a, a stupid intersectional fucking robot rights uh dumb android in that don't who, forget lando sex slave too yes who lando yeah, sticks his dick in. in where i don't know remember <laughs> they tried to fucking say that she is in the millennium falcon it was like no no <laughs> no <laughs> she's always here now no no she's not Get she got a fucking head blown off and i laughed <laughs> yes, i laughed incredibly at that scene then she was in, uh, what was the other one that she ruined? Oh, then she was given um, the James Bond scripts, the mm. latest James Bond script to uh, to get rid of problematic uh, things and make it, make it more feminist friendly. And the last James Bond film was a fucking travesty. It was the Absolute worst James travesty. Bond film ever filmed, ever made. It's really yeah. saying something. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah there's been right. some... It was the different worst. ones for sure. There's been some. There's been bugs. never say never again for fuck's sake. Uh, I would watch wait that. a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What about never say never again? I'd watch that. I, if, I would I'll watch that mine. all day, every day. Then the last fucking Bond film. If I like never say never again. Yeah, I like. I did. I'd like it too. Let's talk of you to a kill. Ugh. I loved of you to a kill. Oh, yeah, that, that one was bad. bad. That was uh, Roger Moore's last one. But it's yeah. better than No Time to Die. I'll yes, right they're all okay, better. Here's the real question: Would they all of fucking you... spoilers? But you don't care. They killed him. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they fucking killed yeah. him because he was so. I can't see my wife and kid again. Me sad. Me gonna die. They yeah. they palpatined him too. They vaporized that man. Yeah, blown up. He got he got <laughs> blown up. And, 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 in bombs. the end, they were able to convert him back to a a loving human man again instead of this cold blooded killer. You know, he he had something to to live for and to die for. You know, the no. love of a true woman and the love of a child. Fuck no, you. <laughs> no. Do you know what he died for? He died for queen and country. That's what James Bond would die for. Which is now king and country, but don't want to go there. Uh, that's what James Bond is. That's what he was all about. This is this is a a cold spy. He will use you to get what he wants. He will use you to complete his objectives. He'll do it with a smile. He'll do it with suave. 
He'll do the most nasty things for Queen and Country, and you can't help but love him for it because mm -hmm. of the whole character that he that he is. Phoebe Waller-Bridge ruined that. She's been given the Tomb Raider TV series for Amazon, Yay. which I think has already been cancelled. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I think it's already been said. No, it's not. It's not. But if it goes ahead, Phoebe Waller-Bridge has been given that. And now she's been uh, given Indiana Jones to ruin him as well. I stole it. You stole it. I stole it. Oh, I stole it off you. That's how capitalism works. How about a big bunch? Shut the fuck up, bitch. And they cut it out of the latest trailer, by the way, the capitalism line. Oh, of course. Finally picking up the shit all over capitalism in every fucking trailer they have is like, maybe not the greatest idea. No. Like, well, yeah, especially in your multi-billion dollar tentpole movie. <laughs> I mean, I've never like, understood that. Like, all these writers attached to it. who want to have these lines of shit all over capitalism, it's like, you're a part of the most capitalistic fucking company in history exactly yeah. right <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah well he's... you gotta you gotta put food on the table it's like oh okay you couldn't find any other way huh remember sean connery was 60 when he played henry jones senior in oh, last crusade insane, man 60 there was 11 years age difference wasn't there between harrison ford and and uh yeah. sean yeah. connery henry got busy at 11 yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I believe and, it. And here he is, twenty years older than that, playing Indiana King Jones. So now, if so they had, you know, if if they did have a tr like, I, I think was it you, Gary, or some somebody, or well, Ryan? I'm not, I can't remember who it was, but I I was quite okay with the idea, particularly after seeing everything, everywhere, all at once, of of. A last adventure with Indiana Jones and Short Round, Chris, where Short Chris, Round was doing all the physical stuff for uh, for Indy. Chris mentioned it. I mentioned it. Chris Gore mentioned it. I'm sure mm. Ryan did too. But yeah, it's like, why don't you just do that? No, instead they have a fake Short Round in this movie. They have a, mm. a another Short Round. Is he called Shorter Round? Oh, shorter and rounder. -er. <laughs> shorter and rounder. -er 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 -er. Super original. Uh, there's four screenwriters oh. on this, by the way. Four I'm sure there's more than that. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Four screenwriters mm. that want their name attached to it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not looking good. I still think it's going to have a, a very strong opening, but we'll see. We'll see after the strong opening, which I think we'll get. Not guaranteed, but I think. Did you how, it will, how it will then perform based on 40 off. days of bad reviews coming <laughs> it's insanely bad press dude like fail it's gonna have to fight to break even it really, apparently it's got to do somewhere in the region of a billion to break even i don't think it's gonna get anywhere to that how long has this thing been in production uh about announced four years it was announced in 2016 and originally was supposed to have a, a, a like a july uh 2019 release mm. date Wow. Got delayed. Spielberg left the project. Spielberg didn't want to direct it. They got Mangold, but yeah. And then Lucas is nowhere near it, right? No, it's, no, <laughs> it's no executive producer, which means nothing. Um, and uh, they is this the only is this the only one that Spielberg has not directed? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Wow, it must suck. <laughs> it's that bad. 
<laughs> wow. Even he wouldn't touch it. It's just it's getting wow. absurd, right? Like everyone knows they need to stop. They need it's to stop. been complete for a long time. And then they reshot it. Uh and they they pushed it out because of all the you know, they could have released it last year, but they I, I they had to reshoot a bunch of stuff. But didn't they preview it with like eleven different endings? And the audience didn't like oh any of them. Oh no! Okay, there is there is something like eleven different cuts, but that's only resolutions. So there's there's a, something ridiculous like eleven different resolutions for this film, Why? depending on where you go see it. So if you go to IMAX, you see more. Oh. If you go to regular cinema, it's going to be cut off, and you're going to see less. So the the the, the cuts are something to do with the resolutions of the film. The aspect ratios, yeah, and how much so? Uh, how much you will actually see of the film yep. is it's well, that's weird. Weird. Well, I, I mean, weird. now that I watch things in my home theater, TV shows change aspect ratios mid, like midstream. Mm. Top Gear or Grand Tour does it all the time. Uh, it's kind of a normal thing. It I is. remember Avengers did it a lot. Twenty twelve. Yeah. Maybe the action, like regular stuff, split. Um, I think a lot of Abrams films do. Nolan films do as well. Nolan's films do a lot. Yeah, my films do not. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? That's a lie. Hey, I'm looking forward to Oppenheimer. Good job, buddy. Hey, thanks, man. Yeah, <laughs> three three hours though. Like, well, oh, what a shit right. that's, that movie's gonna be. <laughs> Oppenheimer was a creep. He was. He was a creep. Pretentious I, creep. If they don't have the scene where uh, uh, Truman tells uh, his assistant after talking to Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer about how, you know, uh, you know, he feels like, you know, he feels terrible after dropping a bomb and Truman tells him, you didn't drop the bomb. I dropped the bomb, you know, and then when he leaves, he tells his assistant, don't let that fucking pussy back into this room ever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they won't have the scene where he's practicing his ad lib. For when they drop the first bomb, mm. uh, you know, yeah, you I know, am the, the destroyer of worlds. That thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was not an ad lib. He practiced that. Well, he'll, sure. he'll be he'll be deified in this. Oh yeah, I imagine so. He yeah. will. I'm, I'm sure he cast his check though, right? He he cast his check and kept the money. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, just checking. Mm. Uh, yeah, whatever. I don't I, know if, if like I, when I found out the film, film was three hours, he said it's his longest film ever, longer than Interstellar. I was just like, Jesus, man! I am looking forward to the sequel, Hiroshima, and then Nagasaki. I want to see the I want to see the trilogy where Chris, or, <laughs> Chris Nolan, whoa, whoa. for Nolan. Japan's getting a little bit nervous now with this trilogy. Hiroshima. He's like, I got to use practical effects, guys. Hey, the final <laughs> cut was three hours. How long was the initial cut? Because Nolan's famous for. Uh, oh, you know, the hey, other Gary, if he, uh, he does a trilogy, yeah. follow the naming convention of Batman. So it'd be Oppenheimer, the Darkheimer, and then the Darkheimer <laughs> rises. <laughs> the other guy, the guy who lived in in Hiroshima, and then the bomb hit. The bomb hit, and so he, he survived the bomb and he moved to Nagasaki. Oh. I've seen that. Yeah. And he survived the second bomb as well. No, that's a badass. That's wow. better than all the people who became shadows on yes, walls. Shadows yeah. on walls, yeah. Yeah, that's freaking weird. No, there's there's some really good documentaries on like the day that happened, like breaking it down, visuals on like uh, how far they uh, they you know detonated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just, ugh, dude, 
maximum damage man maximum devastation yeah. and, and somehow some people survived it's freaking nuts man you don't want you don't want it to land and explode no you don't you, you, you want it to explode about a, is it about a mile yeah. up or something yeah something like that yeah yeah for, for maximum they're going uh, going pretty crazy with the monster universe right now. Could you Oppenheimer versus Godzilla at some point? Yeah, I think that would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Let them fight. <laughs> oh, shit, he's got a nuke! Just they can blame Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer for creating Godzilla. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> maybe, maybe Oppenheimer, he creates Godzuki. <laughs> <laughs> Minya. And Scrappy-Doo, because... Yeah. Cause fuck it, fuck that little shit. Scrappy you know? <laughs> dude, the most unloved character in the world. <laughs> That's Oppenheimer's Avengers that he pulls together to beat Godzilla. Scrappy. I remember the kid watching Scooby Doo, and then it'd be one with Scrappy, but ah, oh, it's a Scrappy Doo. When they made him the villain in the movie, that was fucking brilliant. Yeah, that <laughs> was, yeah, that that was. good stuff, man. That, that was. was. Maybe when Freddie Prince Jr. wasn't a fucking bellend pussy. Uh, James Gunn wrote that. Dude, bro, so did. yeah, really? Oh, I didn't know that. They wrote both of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to give you, I love the ads. They tell you like when the comic came out. Remember when? Hey, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good old man. It had to be eighty-seven. No, ninety-one. Ninety-one. Right. Let's go through a few super duperies. Um, marksman of one one seven B with the two dollars is Bud Light. Oh, oh, we'll talk about that in a second. Bud Light, Real Men of Sparta is still the best ad. Did you hear that Bud Light have lost their LGBT accreditation or whatever it is yep. because they they backed in that backed down over Dylan Mulvaney? They so, backed down after $2 billion in losses. Yeah, well, <laughs> yes. But it doesn't matter how much you lose, Graham. It's all about the cause. That's true. Even though the guy that's doing the cause for them is the biggest con man in history and is absolutely laughing all the way to the bank. Yeah, they're buying back their own beer now. They're buying back their beer from the distributors yep. and the stores. They, they can't give it away. They, they've, put, <laughs> they've put cases out in stores, and they, and they said, take it. You can't take no. it. Well, how about the Dodgers, man? Well, I, you know, what they just well, they did. saw a big picture of Dylan Mulvaney saying take it, and then a lot of people were like, <laughs> I'm 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 fine. I'm, I'm fine actually. I'm gonna gonna pass. Yeah. And not to be outdone, uh Miller Light says, Hold oh. my beer. And yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They, they, they go at it and lecture us about mm. how women created beer and they were the workers and what did we get for it we got put in bikinis and now we're buying back this shit and this shit and this shit and 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 it's like whoa do you know who drinks your beer it yeah. is not women women drink wine you might get your occasional you know uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. sorority girl to drink some beer but by and large, that is not your audience, people. <laughs> what are you trying to sell here? Now, pay attention. Pay close attention to what she says at the beginning, because she kind of gives herself away a wee bit here. Here's a little known fact. Women were among the very first to brew beer ever. They were among the very first. Now, so there were at least two. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, males and females... If you were among the few, this the the very few, who were the others? Oh, they were the men. 
Yeah. <laughs> they were the men then. Gotcha. Yep. Nailed it. What's what's the foundation for that statement? Um we can carry I can we can give you full context. I can I can look the foundation. When she says a monk, uh, she means that they shared a planet. So she's not exactly. I mean the first year brewers were the Egyptians, right? I'm not I'm not entirely uh, sure. Exactly yeah, so. where? Would geographically yeah, the, exactly where? The first ones that, uh, because tribes and stuff were brewing it um, even before that, but uh, right. but the mm. first ones to really monopolize it and do it, I think, were the Egyptians. Yeah, yeah, the Egyptians weren't known for slavery or anything, were they? No, not really. No, because no, the really. aliens built those pyramids. I wasn't. Yes. No. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Did they make yeah. beer in the pyramids and they square did. it out the top? The pyramids yes. were actually giant breweries. Distilleries, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and everyone drank as it rained in Egypt. In fact, Beautiful. women were among the very first to brew beer ever. How did the industry pay ever. homage to the founding mothers of beer? They put us in bikinis. Yay! Oh, well, this actress, right. this actress has done full frontal nudity. Yeah. Uh, topless nudity, uh, bra and panty work. And bikini work, wow. and she's right. gassed up mid. And, mm. and 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 how many? You know, there's millions and millions of women that love to wear bikinis. You just go yeah. to a beach, you know what? But we put you in them. Yeah, no. It, it, you see, that's where you're <laughs> wrong, Graham. They were put in those bikinis by men and forced to brew beer. Wow. Well, I'm beginning to like the brewing industry even more now. Yeah. <laughs> about how how it's being made to know that these bikini girls are grinding up the mash and and maybe putting the hops and the barley in and all the wonderful things that make beer this this wonderful drink. Can I just say I would fucking drink every drop of beer on that woman's back. I would <laughs> every last wouldn't even disappear. Yeah, I would love to dry. I'm just you're, saying. You're talking about the blurred out one on the right, not the women's studies teacher. On yes. The left. yes. No, no, we're not. We're not talking about fucking Admiral Holdor over here. No, no, no. <laughs> we, we're talking. About, we're talking about uh, fucking this little Heather Graham looking thing over here. You know, that's oh, quite little. There's a picture of her with Hillary Clinton too, uh, with her arm and arm together. Yeah, like, it's called cool. dumb. Wasn't that Dumb and Dumber? The movie. <laughs> They're getting ready to make some beer. Yeah, she was just like she was just like. Did my oh. husband ever rape you? As soon as Hillary was done baking cookies, they were going to make some beer. Mmm. Mmm. <laughs> by the way, the joke. The, I don't. This advert must have been made by a man because this is the this is the end of the advert, and uh, this woman's so stupid. Uh, she's thinking of eating shit. Too. <laughs> oh. Well, what did you expect it to smell like? Fucking flowers. Hmm. You just you just put your fingers into a bag of, in your words, shit. Yeah, but it's the good shit. No, <laughs> well, the good shit is the is the composting of um, women in bikinis. <laughs> they compost the women in bikinis. They killed yeah. the women. The women. Not the cardboard cutouts, Gary. The fucking they found the models and they fucking and they did it. Them. That's horrible. On true crime today. Jenny was a 23-year-old model. She got herself a job at Miller. What's the bet on that waistline? What is that? A 42, you think? Uh it was uh 
40, 42 inch waist. A little Raleigh, Raleigh then. Why are all the faces blurred? What's going on? Um, because these women just didn't know what they were doing, and they're protecting the women. Yeah, we don't oh. want to victimize them all over again. Yeah. Well, we, they'd have we'll to show their tits. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't want to pay them. Yeah, they don't want to pay them. Yes, yes. Aren't they objectifying Residuals. these women? <laughs> <laughs> They're removing all of their facial features and using only their bodies. That seems yeah. offensive. I'm offended. In all fairness, Mola, I don't know. You, you don't want to get into this. In all fairness, this is the, the most obvious erasure of women I've seen since Dylan Mulvaney. Right. Um, <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, it's a absolutely terrible, terrible advert. To go with the Gillette advert a few couple of years back, mm -hmm. where they lost $8 billion off their market share, and apparently the CEO came out and said, it was worth it. Wow. It was worth shitting all over our customers, losing $8 billion for some absolutely uh, out of... I mean... They're out of, they have no clue. They're complete and utterly head in the clouds. They cannot connect to the regular person anymore. This is why stuff like the Ripperverse, stuff like Graham, stuff like Chuck, this is why they're so important. Because the marketing people in all these firms that we get today, and it's not just beer, it's comics, it's the whole fucking job lot. They have no real connection to their customers. And, and the marketing ploy of the modern day appears to be going to war with your customers, which is insanity. Nobody likes this shit. Believe it or not, I know we get hit everywhere. We just see all this woke shit in the movies, on TV, in adverts, in magazines. We see it everywhere. You will be amazed at how little that actually reflects reality. No. How truly little it does. But here in the West, this is where it is. This is what happens. Disney, they're quite clearly taking money from BlackRock or Vanguard. They're quite cl clearly being funded to push this ESG shit, just like so many other corporations are doing, just like Bud Light was asked to do to get themselves some funding, just like Miller, just like Cause, because Cause are in this fucking position as well, folks. They're also printing all this fucking rainbow garbage and putting out going, we're so stunning and brave. It's fucking beer. Do you know who drinks beer? Fucking masculine men to drink beer. Not like me. I like a nice rum and coke, a little bit of ice, <laughs> lime on the rim, wedge inside. Thank you. Yay! You know? <laughs> yeah. Go! Go! Okay, it's delicious. Absolutely. The best you know, you don't you don't gay. you don't have this 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 complete barrage of of women who just like, yeah, I'm all for the beer life, you know. They have no idea who their customer bases are anymore. Or, or they do, and they don't want them because they feel that that is, in their words, toxic. They feel that these people are toxic. They need to be educated. They need to be taught. toxic for a second there. No, there's, they're, they're only cocks in their world or on the women, mate. <laughs> toxic. <I> women. <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, who knows what a woman is? I'm not a biologist. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> did you guys see that meme today uh, that uh, i guess it was a, a woman a former woman uh, transitioning to a man and then she's topless and she's got no no boobs you know there's the, 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 the stamp as they like to be called now 
Oh, the, the phrase was uh, somebody stole second base. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't oh watch baseball. I don't know. I don't. I don't Let's try. I'm to... an English guy. Okay. In America, room. there's oh, when you get with a girl, there's getting no, the first base. I, no, I know. I, I'm telling it to the people who don't know. And there's oh, that's right. the other Brits. I'm on a show. Speak. Okay. I'm on a show where I talk to you and other people. Do you remember no, that? What? Are we, are we live? Yeah, we're fucking live. I'm Shit. not having a private conversation that. with Taz. I didn't know that. I thought we were right, just chatting. I have to teach you this again. Uh, <laughs> never mind. Figure it out for yourself. Google it, motherfucker. First uh, base is kissing. Mm -hmm. Second base is uh, a little bit of a... Third base is hello. Right. And fourth base... Home no. run is the full home run. run. Home run is uh, driving it home. Driving it home. Wait, did you say fourth base? He said fourth base. Yeah. <laughs> he said fourth base. <laughs> I don't fucking watch baseball. Like some fucking cricket Wait, what does it mean if you knock it out of the park? What does, it, what does that mean then? That's, that means she enjoyed it too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's just stupid. Uh, she enjoyed it. Why do you think there's hot dogs at the ball game? But she took two hot dogs. Dude, those are wow. the best hot dogs. The best. You made me actually think like Do the only thing Dodgers ever did good was made their Dodger dogs. Uh, they also bend the knee to to um leftist uh, oh. range organizations too. But uh, what what's the organization? The organization has got to like the Sisters of Depravity or something. It's, it's basically it, the Sisterhood of the Perpetual Indulgence, which is a bunch of dudes um dressed as nuns. Who perpetually indulge themselves in is that, together? Is that soppy? That's what that is. Pretty much. I think it's sodomy. Because that's <laughs> a shit acronym. Never mind soppy. Sisterhood <laughs> of the perpetual indulgence. Wow. Wow. And yeah, they they put out an apology. The Dodgers put out an apology for uninviting them and have reinvited them. For and they've night, which yeah. Dodger. Okay, <clears throat> the majority of Dodger fans. In Los Angeles, are okay. no, they're not. Oh, they're. they're, they're I thought low. you were doing a whole baseball a team. Of, okay, versus... a big chunk. I'll say a big chunk of Dodger fans are Mexican Americans. Absolutely, very family oriented, Catholic, religious Mexican Americans. Catholic. Oh, Catholics love men dressed as nuns sodomizing each other. What are you talking about? <laughs> they really do. Wow. Latinos. I think we were just talking oh, about not knowing who your audience were. Not gang <laughs> members. I mean, some gang members, but gang members more like they're usually in prison, though. Gary, in the you know, the gang members. They're they're a bit out of options. The gang members aren't in prison anymore in L.A. They're running the streets. Well, actually, they're running they're, the city. They're running the government. They're running the government, mate. They're running yeah. the street and the government by proxy through uh, organized crime in Mexico now because they. Mexico, this is a real story, by the way, is pretty much taken over all the American gangs, taken charge of all the American gangs. And there's uh, going to be a giant gang war in Mexico that's ramping up right now that's going to bleed over, might, maybe already has, because it's going to bleed over our border. It's going to get ugly. It's going to get super ugly. Hey, Harry, it's okay, mate. It's okay. It's, if it's got to go over a border, they're, they're, they're very secure. This more <laughs> secure than ever. 
did you see that? Did you see that in Chicago? They they they're importing some people there. We'll just say, and the Chicagoans got pissed off, and they're at one city council. Oh, wait, they're running out of people to kill in Chicago. Maybe. Um, it's and it, it's a bunch of Chicagoans, and one of them had a sign that said "Finish the Wall." <laughs> <laughs> I, I like the the images of the people flooding in from your border. And then flying their flags from the country that they just left, right? Because apparently that that country is really oppressive. But uh, I, I still I'm love it. Confused, yeah. yeah. My my small brand. I like uh, seeing the, the the dumpsters on the Mexican side of the border where you dump all of your ID before you come in. <laughs> right. They actually put dumpsters out so right. they stop littering. Chuck, they're called asylum seekers. They're seekers. yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the asylum. Come in. Yeah, it's it's this month. It's May of this month that a pure blood like me uh, would be allowed eventually to come to the U.S. Whereas I could have just flown to South America and walked in. No problem, dude. Oh, you yeah. would have gotten a phone, a meal. I could have picked you up at the border. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. yeah. Got myself a nice Google phone. Yeah, I can start a coyote business, man. I really should. Coyote um, ugly. There you go. Coyote, you know, I'll call coyote ugly. Okay. Coyote, coyote ugly. An <laughs> <laughs> uh, Oakmon abuser of Streamlabs with a five dollar says my head cannon. Dixon and Nolan live next door to each other in a duplex. <laughs> Every night they smoke cigars and reminisce on the porch as the sun goes down. Oh, there's so much incorrect there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but there's also a lot he got right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Phone call, a cigar, sun going down, a drink. I can believe that. No, yeah. Chuck doesn't drink and he doesn't smoke cigars. <laughs> You don't have to. You can do that for the pair of you. You can pretend. I, do. I got it covered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He takes care of all that. Yeah, I don't drink. <laughs> I got my body bar, covered. I'll He's drinking for two. <laughs> I'm Irish. <laughs> oh, you'll be the first to go, mate. That's, that's all I'm saying. And speaking of reparations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, okay. I'll send you two potatoes. All right. <laughs> that's Are racist. You... I'll use a quote. I know. You English bastard. You racist English bastard. I'll use a quote from Blazing Saddles. Anything but the Irish. Anybody but the Irish. <laughs> uh, uh, it's eight. And if you want to support Graham and Chuck, top link in the description box down below. Also, the pin link to go and uh, help them with Joe Frankenstein part two on Indiegogo. Much appreciated. Help people who are creating stuff. That you like, yep. not these fucking weirdos that are hiring con men to uh, to try and sell beer and lose billions of fucking dollars. You know your uh, your your your, 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 your comic book companies, your Marvel and DCs are like mm. restaurants that serve you bad bad meals. Why do you keep going back if you keep get, getting served shit sandwiches? You know, yeah. uh, and, and and they keep serving it and they're not going to change their recipe. So you know. Uh, Go out and support, uh, whether it's me or, or and Chuck or anybody else, support the independents because that's where the passion is. That's where the love for the the art form of comics really is. Uh, it's in, in, in independent work because the, the companies, they don't give a shit. They really don't. About yeah, the Chinese takeout guy told me one time, you order shit, you eat shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. 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 
Stop going back to that bad restaurant. Yep. Yeah, once in a while, a takeout guy or an Uber Eat driver. I went to this. I went to this restaurant instead. That's the restaurant I went to. That's a that's a five star restaurant there, buddy. Yeah, we care about our customers. Mm -hmm. Uh, That was there was a French waiter and everything. Maitre (laughs) D. That might wait at Maitre D. Hey, hey, let's not have World War II jokes here, dude. I, mean, <laughs> I think uh, we dropped enough Too of those soon, bombs. Graham? Too soon? <laughs> <laughs> we dropped enough of those bombs on the last show. Oh! <laughs> Just call him Bomber Harris. Uh, Dave Filoni's dog with a $5 says, Dave dresses me like Kylo Ren, and he likes Ray, so we can have a lightsaber fight. <laughs> Let this dog die. Kill me if you have to. P.S. I miss Michael Vick. Oh. <laughs> okay. Wow. <laughs> oh, for the Brits in the audience who don't know. So I got to be specific. So as doesn't think I'm just always talking to him directly. Michael Vick. Uh, big dog lover, big dog lover. Uh, <laughs> like to have him fight a lot and die. Mm. Really love to watch dogs fight and die. He's an NFL player, by the way. Yeah, NFL, NFL player. Yeah. yeah, who uh, got arrested for dog running, dog fighting. Uh, yeah, games. Yeah, and he was popular. I I uh, used taught my kids how to throw a football with a Michael Vick football. So. He was a mm. uh, Philadelphia Eagle, Vick. Atlanta Falcon. Well, Falcon. I knew it was the other yeah, team. He wasn't an eagle. And he yeah, went. Could have been an eagle. I think he went there later. Yeah, right. Um, pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty fast. Pretty athletic. I'm wearing my doggy T-shirt today as well, man. All right. My pug for B. Uh, uh, Psyche. Hmm? Hmm? He was supposed to be drafted. The chart, like he didn't want to go to the Chargers or the Chargers. Thing. I can't remember now. He was, he was like, that was a possibility because, I mean, the Chargers surprise sucked and uh, had a good draft pick that year. But we didn't get Vic. Falcons got Vic. He could be Black Captain America Falcon now. Mm-hmm. He wants to. Where is Michael Vick? What's he, what's he doing? Dog fighting? Uh, probably chasing CTE damage. But... I don't think he was in the league long enough. Well, maybe I did got his bell rung. Or Junior Seau. Oof. He got uh, he got released, and I think he was in the NFL for like a really short period after his release. Yep. Uh, but I think he's probably he's probably aged out now. Also. Oh he's yeah, yeah. Super aged out, yeah. Hey, Tom Brady's looking at you, going, "Come on, man." Yeah, yeah. What's part owner of the Raiders. He's part owner of the Raiders now. Huh? Tom Brady, yeah, he's buying into the Raiders. Really? No way. Yeah. I didn't hear that. Oh. A minority. It's going to be a general partner because they have a, it's a partnership. It's like a board of directors they have. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, Psychic Girl with a $5 says, Hi, Chuck and Graham. My super chat barely missed Chuck on FNT. So I hope this is early enough. Super excited to see what Chuck does with the Ripperverse soon. Do we have a uh, do we have a release? I mean, a a rough a window release. A window? window, yeah. Eric's saying in the fall. Okay, uh, but as I said, you know, it's it's completed. They, I, I've seen all the art. I've seen most of the inks. I've seen some of the colors. Ooh. So it's complete, well, and we're talking about an, a, a follow up. 
with the, the same team. Printing uh, we, apparently, we basically want to create a character for Eric. So uh, uh, printing, I guess, is tricky these days, right? I mean, not maybe not as bad as like supply issue days, but uh, still tricky, tricky business. Well, yeah. I mean, if if the printer has the paper in stock, and there's certain paperweights that they generally have plenty of, but if you if you're going out for a for a different paperweight and they don't have it, yeah, it's a long time before it comes in. Yeah, but I've I've heard from some you know independent publishers that they're getting calls from printers and paper companies saying, "Hey, hey, you want to do this? You want to do that?" Because uh, there's a lot of printer printing presses going idle right now, and oh. there's a uh, there's a building inventory of paper. Oh, so they're looking to do business. Did I? Know, that must be because the comic industry is thriving. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, right. look, book, magazine sales, all of this stuff is down. I mean, these people have to be hurting. They, yes, they. They. Um, did I hear something happened to the Marvel comics on the East Coast? Somebody shot me at Twitter, so it had to be true. It was like absolute fact that they said like uh, all the Marvel supply, like something happened to it yesterday. I don't chat. Know I didn't hear that. Chat. That I mean, that would be very beneficial to the comic stores. To be honest with you, they might have a chance to turn a profit this week if they don't get. Yeah, they already pay for them. Yeah, they did. Unfortunately, <laughs> uh, this may this may be Marvel's new plan, right? <laughs> they just shred them instead of sending them to you. <laughs> yeah, save you the trouble. But they don't print them at all. They're just they're just there yeah. on, on paper. I don't know how. It, yeah. I don't know how it works when you're buying whoever the distributor is, but with Diamond, yeah, you were fucked. Yeah. If if there was an a accident with the truck or something like that, they're like, nope. And I'm like, do we get returns or anything? Nope. Yeah, that's like when the bank loses your money because your account got hacked. And they go, you got hacked. And it's like, no, no, you got hacked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the bank calls you goes, you better do something. <laughs> <It's> like, what? <laughs> and that's what Diamond did. Diamond, like, eventually, if something's, like, egregious, they would give you, like, a, a, a chance to return stuff. But then you have to go through and figure out what you didn't sell, box it up. You know, like, I, like I had tons of fucking time to do that. But uh, Yeah, it's like the insurance companies who count on you just not bothering going through the process. Right? Here's, some, uh, here's some interesting stats for you. In 2022, uh, Coliseum of Comics, which has 12 stores in Florida... DC Comics. Yeah, I know Phil Boyle. Phil, Phil, Bo Phil Boyle. Phil Boyle. Shout out to Phil uh, Boyle. Yeah. Uh -huh. DC Comics sales down 10.4% in 2022 from 2021. Marvel Comics down 3%. Image down 27.1%. Boom down 28. Dark Horse down 25.6. Indie down 36.7%. Comics are thriving. Manga up 28%. <laughs> Across the board. As a uh, genre. Uh, yeah. Uh, Back issues one. up 7%. Funko Pops up 29.4%. Um uh Graham Crackers. I'm just being I'm just that's all that, that's what I'm calling you. Compass comic. That wasn't Look, a comic 50%. store. That was just that was just me. Racism. Yeah, okay. you. Uh Graham Crackers, 13 stores over Chicago. Graham Cracker Comics. Overall chain down sales down four percent. Backlist graphic novels down ten percent. Indie comics down five percent. 
That's everything but Marvel DC. Back issues down 1%. Notice, no, notice they don't play, say anything manga-wise. Gen King, Space Cadets Collection, Texas, overall sales down 3.1%. Graphic novels down 8%. All new comics and back issues combined down 48%. Fucking A. All items, wow. not comics or graphic novels, up 6%. Comics are thriving. Mm. Comics are thriving, according to DC and Marvel. Comics are thriving, folks. I mean, our sales are going down, but, you know, manga's propping us up so we can, so we can say, hey, look, we're up 2%. What do you mean it's going down? No, you're down 10. Marvel's probably down 7 well, at yeah. this point, there's no one there to learn the lesson. There's no one there to write the ship. They wouldn't know how to begin to do it. Uh, I, I to... got a, I got a good way. You're fired. Well, yeah. Good start. Yeah, but who are they going to replace them with? I mean, all of mainstream comics is a circle jerk. They just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They no, that's never going to happen. They just move. They just move the players around. They just you know, mm -hmm. rearrange the deck chairs, and yeah. then it's the same people in charge over, over and over again. Didn't, uh, hasn't Mags just got whatever they are a new gig? Yeah, at Archie. Yeah. At Archie, that's it. Yeah, and did you hear? I I'm sure this is a pure coincidence, but did you hear that Archie Comics are just about to debut a new trans character? Yeah, who do you think wrote it? I wonder who <laughs> who's going to be writing that. I am so shocked. <laughs> I my brain's too small. I can't work it. <laughs> I can't work. It. Too small. Mikey Gosler with three $5 super chat says, did you see the original Little Mermaid actress praise the remake, stating that the changes were a must? Mikey, this is for you. It's Amigo Ooh. Henry Cavill Superman. <laughs> Amigo? They, I can't believe they made it. They made Amigo, well, it's Amigo Batman Beyond. Batman Beyond, uh, nice. And they have the 50th anniversary reverse flash, which is fucking cool in the old school box. So. Cool, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, why is it a must? Why did you say, why is it a must? We must erase white characters for black characters. That that doesn't sound. Wait, wait, who said this? The former, the former, uh, the original Little Mermaid actress. Well, so imagine okay. the. The one who did the voice can, for Ariel. She can kick the ladder out from behind her now that she's done it. It's a must to to make Ariel black or whatever. It's a must if she it, wants to continue in the industry that she should say that. She should she say that. She keep getting her residuals. Yeah. Yeah. She said also that the original Little Mermaid is racist. problematic. Uh -huh. She did? The voice, ma the voice actress from the first one? Does she does she say how it was problematic or just was problematic? Uh, I don't know. I I couldn't hear because there was a gun pointed at her head in the way. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so they I just say that like they say that you know Florida is now racist. Yeah, uh, but they don't explain how. Or that getting yeah. up early is racist. Yeah. Or racist <laughs> and unsafe. Mm. Yeah, yeah, trans yeah. people are being hunted yeah. in the streets. Well, I was I up all know. night with a shotgun. Problem. I couldn't <laughs> find anybody. Well, I don't know if you're aware of this, folks. Because they're disguised all as women. 
Until slavery in America came around, nobody got up early. Nobody get up early enough, Chuck. Nobody. The world got up at like two o'clock in the afternoon, and then slavery came. Didn't wake anybody up. No, (laughs) not at all. They didn't see that as as a as a key to start working in the in their fields and their agriculture. They were all up late on TikTok. So yes, and Twitter and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, the sun's coming up and still sending TikToks. <laughs> oh my god. What is this fiery day ball thing? It's yeah. Okay. Oh god, sir. Has anyone got the pink dye? <laughs> oh god. Uh, Mike, you know, you imagine, imagine you can't think of a world where, hey, the sun is up, we can see shit now. So we gotta mm. go do things while we can see shit. <laughs> oh, that's, that's oh, oh, the sun's going down. We can't see truck. shit anymore. We need to close our eyes and go to sleep. Yeah, uh, uh, that started uh, before electricity, Chuck, and yeah. we didn't have any Chuck light. Now. Um, sunrises are inherently white supremacist. So, uh, and yeah. our sunsets. I was going to suggest we could wick at night with candles, but that's white supremacy probably as well. That's white so. supremacy too. Because mm-hmm. who made the candles? Come on! Oh my God! Probably remember some white guy. Cake. Women while they were brewing. Remember these? That's it. I fucking, I fucking hated these things where you saw the image in the fuzz or something like that. Oh yeah, I love those. Magic I, eye, magic I eye. I couldn't see shit in them. I ever. can't see them either. Yeah. Oh yeah. Why? Why it's the hate? Took me a long time, but I got it's it. I got my hand. This is white supremacy because it's mostly white. See. <laughs> white dot. <laughs> Isn't that gray supremacy really? This, this mean, is white supremacy too. Oh, the gray blobs are gonna it's take a white cover. Um. Just wanted to say. Uh, so, Mikey's second one says, So, Gary, have you invited Jay Longbone oh yet this God, week's FNT? No. <laughs> I have not. I have X-Ray not. Girl said she's leaving it up to you. Trust me, no one wants Odin on this week. Producer, Whoa! I love how my... Pro- what did he say? He said, trust me, no one wants Odin on this week. Um, so, uh, yeah, my producer passed the buck to me. What a surprise. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We hey, have you a should be thankful. A lot of producers fuck everything up. So I know. You know Just letting you decide. Isn't that great? It's, she's like, uh, I'm actually going to let you plan the show and get the guests, but I'm going to stay the producer. That's it's kind of is, a, it, it works. It is works. this week's subject Little Mermaid? Yes, I'm making the crew watch the fucking movie, and I got dude. I got to watch the first movie, which I've never fucking seen and have no desire to see. And then I'm gonna go watch the stupid fucking movie while I buy tickets to Sisu or something. I'm gonna buy tickets to another movie and sneak in a little because I'm not giving them fucking money. Um, and then I'm gonna go see. I it. ain't seeing the new one. Fuck that shit. We're not even. I'm not making my EFAP guys do it either. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I'm sparing that one. I work for EFAP now, please. <laughs> go on, go work for EFAP. There, get get the go. Okay. But we're right. gonna, if you do, we'll make you watch the Indiana Friday Jones. I got my Friday nights back. Still gonna watch <laughs> Indiana Jones every Friday night club. I quit EFAP. Gary, you're hiring. <laughs> yes, I'll hire you. It's FNT you. hiring. You have to watch. Uh, you have to watch Little Mermaid. <laughs> my cinema. Uh, my dog. My dog it. ate the local cinema. No. <laughs> Damn, dude, I'd love to get out of this one too, but like we're gonna end up talking about. It. I'm gonna have no idea what I'm talking about. All right, I'm like, I've 
I've never even care. seen the first fucking anime. I don't give a fuck. The anime. The anime. <laughs> the anime. Oh, is it? Is it? Well, what kind of the anime? Hentai. I didn't see the fucking little mermaid hentai. Uh, Come on, Gary, you do the Forbidden Frontier stuff. There's got to be a mermaid-related story in there somewhere that you there have is. familiarity with. So there is. You got expertise. You can get in there. I've already heard the, heard the Aquafina rap. I don't want to fucking listen to that. Oh my god, shit again. Dude, that was that, that was, was a crime. I can't believe they got away with it. That was a crime against human. That was a war crime. That was a crime yeah. against anybody who could hear. I mean, except for Echo. You know. <sighs> Who loved That's the song, her, by the way? Her superpower is not having to listen to Aquafina sing. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that was. I don't know. Superpower. Can we call that singing? I feel like that's offensive. No, we cannot. Why is she popular? Why is Aquafina like a thing? I don't know. I don't either. No it's idea. Like, it's like modern fashion. We're just like, I don't get it, and I don't want to get it. Yep. Mm. And Mikey Sturt says, "Remember the swamp. Remember my song in the swamp." When I was like womp. Oh Chica Womp Womp. Are those the Chica lyrics? Chica Womp Womp. Those are the lyrics. Thanks, Mola, for sharing that. It's, yeah, because I had no idea what she was saying either. It sounded and, like she was fucking a swab. <laughs> I'm fucking a swab. <laughs> can we is there a little clip that we can for there the gentleman? It, it'll be at the top of my profile, so if you go okay. and have a look. <laughs> oh my god, sure Mola isn't this? in as his circle when he does that thing. Uh so fucking use Twitter, that's why. Oh, here we go, here we go. This is gentlemen, this is a six second clip of a brand new song that's properly... gonna be in the little mermaid. What was that, Mola? You gotta properly oh. warn Graham and Chuck. There's no nope. going back from this. No. Oh once you hear this, you've heard it forever. Mm. Yeah. It's going to be the longest six seconds of your life, I'm just saying. That's popular? <laughs> People listen um, to that, apparently. Uh, apparently. They volunteer to listen to Chuck, that. A, a, a recording room was booked. A producer was hired. There was somebody else singing with Aquafina. They bought microphones. Uh, thousands of dollars of sound equipment, sound boards, and paid Aquafina to do that. And you, you know, know, you know, you've all seen the movie Clockwork Orange, right? Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> and remember when he's at the record store or the club or someplace, and they're playing that insipid song, "I Want to Marry a Lighthouse Keeper." Yes. And to me, for years, I thought, man, music's never going to get that stupid. Well, I'm wrong. Wrong. <laughs> wrong. That is a classic compared to. It's just. It's just. Oh. Let's just hear her again. They, they put that on the soundtrack too, Chuck. Wow. Do you think that when she finished that, she like said, you know, how was that? And then the, how the guy was in the other room now was catch like, me the Rothmans. <laughs> Is this the fucking penguin? <laughs> <laughs> she should have done it in her black scent. I think oh. she was. No, I don't think she does that anymore. Not since she went mainstream. Oh, I don't have to be a racist anymore. That's lovely. That's lovely. Is she British? Uh, yes. No. no, everyone is. No. No. <laughs> everyone is. <laughs> everyone is. Come on, man. You're British. Uh, well, no, you're not. You're Irish. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah we take offense to that. More. I have an X in my name just so people will know I'm not English. Yeah. <laughs> uh, unhinged with the five dollars says I've lost weight because my pants are getting tighter. Oh. It's okay. I'm sure I'll find it again. <laughs> uh, Grimnak with the five dollars says in the land of no reason oh, where right you. is wrong, men are women and media is in the shambles. Two brave heroes rise, <laughs> Scotty and Pippin, those brave hobbits. I thought he was going to say Chuck and Graham. I know, so did, uh, so did I. Yeah. Uh, Mikey Gus with another $5 says, just pre ordered my 4K steelbook of Avatar 2 and the 4K oh. transfer of the first one. Can't wait for Titanic, True Lies, and the Abyss 4Ks. Later this year, uh, Abyss and True Lies count me in. Everything else, no thanks. Wait, what's wrong uh, with Titanic? Nothing's wrong with that. I just dude, don't. Own it. I don't want to own it and watch it again. I mean, I've, I've you can skip it. to the third act. Nope. I, I think that's the only act I've seen of Titanic. I can watch True Lies, which is fucking awesome, and I can watch mm. The Abyss, which is True crazy. Lies. True Lies is fun. Yeah, I like True Lies. I, I prefer watching The Abyss in French. Um, that dialogue is awful. Yeah, it's not. It's not the best, <laughs> but it's like a really yeah. cool looking movie. But uh, it is true it is. lies, right? The is the joke of like the terrorist guys recording their message, and the dude is like stressing out because the camera's low on battery. Right? That's true. Yeah, lies. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember when my dad first showed me that movie. I couldn't stop fucking laughing. That was such an absurd <laughs> scenario. Like he doesn't have the balls to tell him it's about to run out Tom, Tom Arnold in his only good performance. Uh, he, he was either on the right amount of coke or off coke for that whole shoot. Not, not really sure. Was he? Was he Did a he coke like... user? He, Tom Arnold was a giant. Oh, Tom Arnold. I, yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. you said Arnold as an Arnold no, Schwarzenegger. No. Oh, he was oh, on steroids. He's but, um, on steroids, but yeah. But we like uh, we like Arnold. Jacob <laughs> Glazer with a two dollar and a very obscure <laughs> reference says. What would Brian Boitano do if he ran Lucasfilm? <laughs> wow, that is obscure. That is that is old. Yeah. Is that a South Park South reference Park. as well? Yes, though? it is. Yeah, 1999 yeah. old. It's not that go. old, right? <laughs> well, it's 24 <laughs> years ago now. That's that believe from, it or not. Is that from the show or Bigger, Longer, un Uncut? Bigger, long oh, I love that movie. It's great. Oh, uh, bigger, long bigger, Longer, Uncut. Yeah, the movie's fucking fantastic, and I was so happy. I got, I got South Park in my last video, yo. Nice. W. And and some Ting Wong. All in the same video. All in the same video, but as would know, because he doesn't watch my videos. I, watch I haven't seen that one yet. Fuck you. How many times have you seen my Brie Larson video? I've seen it twice. Why? Really? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Why? Yeah. Because I thought it was funny and I gave it a like. And is, I said, is it like the funny. comics where you need one to use and one to keep? <laughs> oh, I, I, I wanted to watch it again. I watch yeah. your videos all the fucking time, Gary. I even threw my book down. Damn. <laughs> wow. To really emphasize the point I was trying to make. Your your magazine of male you, titties. You know what your problem is, Gary? <laughs> You're putting videos out with too much regularity at the moment. Yeah, oh, Gary. I'm used to Gary putting a video out once every two weeks. Now it's like once every four days, and it's also like, what is going on? You do it like me, once per year. So it's people once, have time. It's once a week for one. 
Uh, and yeah, I did put out one quick because it was Indiana Jones and it was getting roasted to hell. Had to put it out. I've got an Indiana Jones video coming out. That's good. That, that was my first Indiana Jones. Jones video. That was my first one. So I this will be my second. And did I not say at the end of my previous video, I'm not going to come back unless Disney does something stupid again. And they did something stupid. Oh, again. that's like saying, well, I'm not going to make a video unless the sun rises tomorrow. That's white supreme, Mona. <laughs> racist old son. Yeah. <laughs> Damn you, racist, racist son. Won't you come? The racism. We uh we need to do a stream celebrating the the actual Indiana Jones films sometime. Oh yeah, to, we should happen. do that. We should do that. Efap is one. We should do that. Watch the uh, Indiana Fuck, Jones yeah. movie. All right. Oh yeah. I'll uh, see you Saturday. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think All I've right. actually got a Saturday free. Not watching the fucking Eurovision song contest, huh? No, yeah, yeah. I didn't. I couldn't watch it in the end because I had diarrhea. Because oh. you watch the original, because you watch the stuff leading <laughs> up to it. That's why it's your own fucking fault. Hey, by the way, uh, six sixteen. Oh, I gotta check the date on that. We we gotta we gotta watch something on six sixteen, don't we? Don't uh, rush. I, think I know what Flash. you're saying. Uh, oh, it's fucking Friday. We'll have to do it early before. Um, Grand, Grand Tour. Tour right? Oh, Grand, Grand Tour, the Grand Tour special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Euro Crash. Uh, gets released. It's probably Thursday night. So we might be able to watch it Thursday, my Thursday night, your Friday morning or something like that. After open bar, we can do it. Yeah, let's do it. Invite drinker. Uh, I'm a big uh, Jeremy Clarkson. Uh, he's he's Grand welcome. Tour, top gear. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Arm, like great. I love that stuff. Yeah. I, I was waiting for yesterday. I finished my stream. I went to get some waiting for me. I told you to tell me when you were done. No, you no. You were like, oh, you did with your I'm checking the text. I'm checking the text. I'm checking the text. What were you guys doing? You can do something without me? Fuck you both, by the way. No! I said, I said, clocks and farm instead. And then you said, I'll see what time I finish. And I was like, thumbs up. And then you just put thumbs up. You didn't say, so get back to me. So I finished. And I was waiting for you to say, when someone says, I got to see what time I finish. And then you say thumbs up. Who's who's the responsible one to set the time at that point? That would be the person who said, I need to see what time. Because you're (laughs) insinuating that you're going to tell them what time you're finished. You're like. As you lost this one, take the L, buddy. Oh. Sorry, Chuck and Nolan. We have this. Uh, I was a bad I had to end up watching crime, new true crime videos about NFL stars shooting people. You should have watched the... Clarkson's Farm. It's way yeah. more wholesome. Yeah. Learn Al more. Trust. Hmm? You learn more. You do. You learn about mm. bureaucracy and uh, farming is fucking hard, by the way. It mm-hmm. is. Any yeah. business is hard. Yes, it is. Unless you work for DC and Marvel, you just put out any old shit. <laughs> <laughs> you just literally wipe your ass on a page and put it out and say it's a new comic. Yeah, and then when you get fired, you get hired by the next company down the road. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. get promoted upward. All you have to program upwards. When you're about to get fired, you just cues a couple of older comics writers of being racist and sexist, mm-hmm. and then they'll mm-hmm. make you part of their next Kickstarter or whatever and then get you a job. <laughs> Heather Antos has been doing this for for years so are you female oh, yeah. did you get fired from the comics industry for being shit well you can just claim that you were discriminated against mm-hmm. done so cool. i wonder why i wonder why they're losing to manga <laughs> are you unqualified 
are you in comedy mm. your position? Yeah, we got a job for you. Work for Marvel. <laughs> Do you just put uh, ethnic lesbians in every single comic you write? Do are you, you cool, Vitor Ayala? <laughs> We'll hire you to do any old fucking shit. I will not abide shitting on lesbians. Well, she's non-binary, okay. Mm. So you're a bigot. She's non-talented. Um, yeah, and remember when she made like all the uh, the new team of X Men, and they were just all knockoff <laughs> lesbian, yeah. self-inserted versions of yeah. X Men, and one of them was a TikToker. <laughs> fucking genius. Uh, I, I I was in the comic store and my son's like, oh, it's the worst comic ever made. And he pulls out Super Pro and I'm said, like, son, that is not the worst comic ever made anymore. I'm sorry, like, right, that's fucking Shakespeare compared to... You would hold my Miller Lite. Anything by Vida Ayala. Guys, yeah. can you just uh, hold the phone? My shopping's coming out. Children, Children of the Atom. Children of the Atom we're talking about where they had like um uh, a body positivity banshee. A <laughs> <laughs> a body positive banshee knockoff, uh, female cyclops, uh, yeah, a female gambit who was just Vita Ayala as gambit. And and fucking didn't Steve Rude artist. start that series as the artist, and then he 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 bailed off of that. Is that the, the one? Art, yeah, the art was good. The art was yeah. The show, yeah, I I don't I can't remember if it was Steve Rude. It might have been. Like the art was good. But my God, it was a joke. And the only thing that overshadowed it, Graham, is that was right, like right after we got Safe Space, Safe Space, Internet Gas, uh, Daniel Kebbell from Math, uh, his comic book. Uh, yeah, like that's that was right. Safe Space, No Flake and Safe Space overshadowed the, Children of the Atom. Wow. Do you remember the Safe Space song in South Park? I my do. Safe Space. Uh huh. <laughs> That was like fucking eight years ago or some shit. Now it's I know. Jeez, like, I know. Well, I mean, this stuff. Uh, people, I think there was uh, GNG Daily that were talking about like when did this start? And people said, well, it started with Glee. It's like no, no, no. For for superhero stuff, it started in the comic books. Uh, but for television, it was fucking CW. CW started all the superhero like. Uh, but I mean, it it had been creeping in for a long time before. Uh, so. If you want to get super conspiratorial but this isn't this is well known uh after the uh anybody who worked in the obama administration even going back to the clinton administration where did they all get jobs after in the administration mainstream media hollywood hollywood executives a former speechwriter for for hillary clinton worked high up at warner brothers they all um sana Amanat had connections to the obama uh has a connections to the obama they started because they recognized pop culture's power pop culture is power and they started slowly infiltrating it and uh and it's you know a lot of it was uh not nepotism but it's like they were buddies with people in hollywood so they went and and politics is theater anyway so it was a great lateral move for them and it really did start it it, it ramped up after 2010 so well a lot of it was was payback too it was yep. you know a delayed bribery once they left office right. yep yeah you know, they, they rallied up i'm sorry know, to get on boards and get positions and i mean look the obamas get a 65 million dollar production deal from netflix that was to pay them back for him supporting net neutrality yep yep hey Absolutely. gary you know uh do you know what the name of the character that destroyed all the safe spaces in that south park episode was called what was it reality 
<laughs> I need to see it again. God. He's like this villain and wears a cape. <laughs> That's great. I asked. Have a good way. My shopping arrived an hour early. Your shopping oh, no. Was... My food shop arrived. Is that good? Don't well, I had to put I have to put it away because it's like got some frozen stuff. It's got some, you know. Did you do you go to the store and buy stuff or do you have it delivered? No, that involves going. We live to in the people. modern world, Gary. I go to the store still. I'm guess you I'm old. Still walk places. I walk. I go. To, well, for one, here in Texas, we have H E B. H E B is like a fucking awesome grocery store. It's I love going there. It's a good experience. It's fucking huge. They have restaurants in there. You can buy insurance in there. You get cell phones. It's everything. It's great. Wow. Sounds a bit sounds a bit white supreme to me. It's super white supremacist. I love it. <laughs> well, I I have, I, my delivery came directly from the African fields of fair trade. <laughs> you didn't wake up early to get it. <laughs> no. <laughs> 8 15 in the evening. <laughs> as all as all people should be getting up, you know. Yeah, he only buys from farms where they let them sleep till noon. Well, the guy said, the guy, when I opened the door, he said, I hope you don't mind. I'm a bit early. So I spat at him <laughs> because of his racist, disgusting, <laughs> racist work ethic. Mm, yeah. That a boy. Spat in his face. You showed him. Yeah. And he was just like, I'm, I apologize. Did he say I, I, thank you for that? Yes, he said, forgive me. Mm -hmm. Forgive me for I have sinned. <laughs> and I said, In America, I would get shot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will be writing a very, very disturbing report about. In America, you're like, son, you better get on the ground and go to sleep right now. I'm going <laughs> to blow your fucking head off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Altraz two nine S two nine nine with the five dollars says hell real BBC. I recently got Thor three four one, uh, the first appearance of the Ulic the troll. Mm. Chuck Graham, do you mm. have a favorite Thor issue? Oh, <laughs> oh. oh. yeah, so it in unison or what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, one, two, three, man. <laughs> We love Mangog. Oh, that arc was it four issues, something like that? A Mangog? Yeah, greatest uh, comic ever. Oh my god, the power of a billion billion beings. Oh, the pulling of the Odin sword. Just yes. Awesome. So, so so now Captain Marvel Brie Larson. Yeah. <laughs> now I gotta say, if it's an individual issue, that one he just talked about was at 138, the first uh, appearance of Ulick the Troll. That's awesome. That is such a there's such great fights in there. Uh great splash page with Thor and Sif. Oh, it's it's a great that's a great book. I Wait, got in so much trouble with uh Casada and Palmiati because they gave me that Marvel Knights book, and I always wanted to have Frank Castle fight you look the troll. And they hated that idea so much. Why? And Why did they hate it? I don't know. They didn't want to. They wanted to be right this street level, you know, gritty. And I'm like, I've written enough of that stuff. I mean, you're giving me carte blanche into you're the Marvel troll. universe. Mm. I'm going to take advantage of it. I'm going to have Frank versus Hulk the Troll, you know, and you know he gets his ass kicked. 
Yeah, a and little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. I mean, you know, Frank unloads the whole arsenal on this guy and nothing happens. And they they just and 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 Jimmy called me after the first issue and he said, Look, you know, lay off the whole troll references, right? <laughs> you know, you're going too heavy with that stuff. And I said, Okay. And so I handed in the next script, and the title was Trolls with a big X. Oh man! It's really just the one reference. Why? All you got to do in today's day and age is just change trolls to anyway. Let's move on. Yes. Um, best name I can think of. Gifted five memberships to the stream. Thank you very much indeed. Jay Chacha with the two month witcher says, "Yay, real BBC with Graham and Chuck. Hail, hail to you." Um, Briarwood with a six zero says, "Hey, as I've been inspired by you to lose some bad habits." 50 plus days without energy drinks and sober since the new year. Love you guys. Keep it up. Oh, you awesome. keep it up. Good stuff. Yeah. Well done. Well done. Well done, man. Uh, what's your first thought with a 22 Canadian says on Sunday, climate activists in Rome may have permanently damaged a near 300 year old fountain with black ink. Cut all the dick uh... off. Wait a minute, activists using ink to destroy beautiful pieces of art? Are they writers of Lucasfilm? <laughs> but yeah, I agree. Cut, cut. Uh, if they glue themselves, if they glue their hands to something, cut the fucking hands off. Cut the fucking hands off. In Minecraft, YouTube. In my, no, actually do it. Actually do it in Minecraft. Actually do it in Minecraft. Uh, Kendon Brauner has been a bard for three months and dad's den of pop culture has been a bard for seven months. And if you want to see good fight scenes and fun, then check out Graham's Indiegogo, which oh. is linked in the description box down below. And is also the pinned comment in the chat and go support Joe Frankenstein part two. Because once upon a time, if, if Chuck's telling us about the biggest issue that they had is can you just ease it with the trolls? <laughs> the troll references. Now there's like, can you just can you just can we have one straight character? Just one. Yeah. That's in one one DC book. Just one one straight character in one DC book. So, so if you want to go see some some fun comics that aren't written from any ideological standpoint and are just purely there to entertain you, please. Click the link in the description box down below or in the pinned comment in the chat. Go support Joe Frankenstein part two. Buy a yes, slap. Indeed. And Buy if I just slap. want to, I just want to say, um, uh, also the Ghost of Matacumba key, because mm. that one is, is shadow banned, so uh, you can't search for it. So you, you got to have the link for that one. So if you just go to my website, compasscomics.com, there's a link to it, and that book connects all of these books together. Yeah, you're going to want Frankenstein. So, and you want to read Joe before you read Ghost of Matacumba Key. So you get the full, the full Monty. Oof. I remember that used to be a breakfast in the UK. The full Monty. Equal to the full Monty. What's it called? The, 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 the impotent Monty. I think the trailer's (laughs) just filled with jokes about how old and fat they are. I was like, oh, oh, no, you're being serious. Yes, I'm being very serious. I've seen the trailer. Oh. Wow. There's a sequel to the full body. That yeah, exists. it's a show, right? Or is it a movie? It's no, it's a, it was a British British film. It was funny. It was oh, yeah. funny. But the, no, 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 was a good no, no. film. The it sequel, might be a, the, the sequel, sequel series, though, yeah. TV series. Man. 
I know what the full Monty is as I'm maybe you're talking to the audience. I was I'm sure it's was. not no all about you, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> it's got uh, Robert Carlyle is in it. Um, yes. Fucking Tom yeah. Wilkinson's in it. Nick Frost. Um, no, 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 not <laughs> no. Nick Frost. No. It's, it's Mark um, Addy. Mark uh, Addy. Rob, uh, you know, fucking Baratheon. Game of Thrones. Yeah, Baratheon. Yeah. Fucking Nick Frost. Nick I know. Frost. It's been a while. Come on, man. <laughs> who is this guy, Gary? Who do you, Who is this person that I, I think, I think to he's know lost things. too much weight. And you don't like, know like, about your point. male strippers, gay. <laughs> Robert Baratheon was a male stripper. Well, this the full Monty. I just, yeah, it's, uh, that's not the Game of Thrones I watched. Okay, if you yeah. looked up the porn version, that's fine. I don't. No, know. I'm talking about the full fucking Monty. Stripping guys. That's... Like I said, I don't judge you. You more like you were the one who got I fucking do. uppity with me for not knowing my male strippers. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. You're like a bickering married couple today. It really is. Like, what's going on here? He didn't get me to. He got up. Do you know what? Do you know what it is, Gary? He got up too fucking early. What it is? You know what? He got got up at the crack of dawn, and I was just like, "How very white supreme of you!" The mash at the crack of dawn. (laughs) Stop talking about crack. You're going to set off again. Whatever the fuck. The Crake of Dawn. There you go. For Graham's the benefit. That there one. it is. The Crake of Dawn. Ration food you guys eat over there. God, I can't wait. To... I'm going to go over there. I'm going to starve to death. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, Gary. The... We have pineapple pizza over here. I'm, I'm going oh, like, to be like a squirrel getting ready for winter before I go to the UK. And <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> my cheeks. Gary said he's going to fill his mouth full of nuts before he comes to the UK. <laughs> oh, my. Make that as you will, chat. Make of that as you will. Uh, Kendon Brauner has been a bar for three months. Dad uh, uh, did those two. John Bonjour has been a sorcerer for five months. Oh, yeah, it's lovely to see you today. Hi, Moobles. (laughs) Hello. Hail Chuck and Graham. Hey. Sparks7907 with a two Canadian 20 says, as you and Gary need to play... Bolt Gun 40k meets Doom. No, we need to play Starship Troopers Extermination because that is fucking brilliant. Oh, that oh, reminds me. Hey, before, because uh, so I was fun. a little late and uh, I, I was kind of frazzled okay. and I, my, my internet was down, I went to message you on WhatsApp and I, fucking WhatsApp, I guess I tapped somebody else's. So I started messaging fucking Dan Vask and I'm like, oh, I'm, getting, I'm checking out. The, and I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm messaging Dan. I hope you lose this because I fucking fucked up. <laughs> <the driving on it>. <laughs> <laughs> so he's damn poor dad. Like got got this random message. Like my enter's down, troubleshooting. He's like, what the <laughs> fuck? And then I'm like, haha! I, I messaged Dan. <laughs> fuck you. Uh-huh, Game man buns. Bye. <laughs> uh, Aid Robertson with a five pound says, Graham, I missed the boat on Joe Frankenstein part one. Will you be doing a relaunch? Uh, no, no relaunch, but you didn't miss the boat because once it's fulfilled uh, for the backers that, that backed the first campaign, it'll be up on the Compass Comics website and you'll be able to order it right there. All my books eventually end up on the Compass Comics website, you know, but yeah, it costs you a little bit more because the backers, are the ones who make it possible. So they get the lowest price and all the extra goodies that come with it as well. Can I, is, uh, I know we sh- shouldn't talk shop on the stream, but um, are you gonna do a uh Chinoo slab? 
Um, I know you got a personal one done for you, but I did as a test to see how how the books mm. come out. You know, um, but uh, yeah, there is going to be some more Chinoo stuff. Like I have the um, the plushie here, which is being manufactured right now. I love heart because the Chinoo love heart. Chinoo, right? Looks like a wampa. I know it looks great. Well, now it looks like a chinoo. There, there it is, uh, slabbed. Yes, you see, that's what I want. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna do. I think I'm gonna do when when I put the um, the the plushie up for sale. I'm gonna reprint the comic with a different cover, but with mm. a like 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 the plushie chinoo on the cover. Mm. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know. So, so the cover, inside will have all those the, the uh, plushie. Yeah, and then I'll have like the plushy version on the cover. I think that'd be kind of fun. So, that'd be great. Yeah, that'd be great. Emboss it as well. Just, I'm just, I'm, I'm throwing ideas out there. I'm throwing ideas out there. Glow in the dark. Warrior. Glow in the dark, Chanute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing that with Matakumba Key. I got to yes. go. Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course. Dude, I, I got everything to do with that. Fucking, I'm oh. looking forward to that. I am really looking forward you, to that. You're, you're my new best friend. <laughs> I, I just, I, I like, I just like the whole fucking idea about it. You know. And awesome. you inserted me as the hero of the piece, which is great. <laughs> it's right. It's right. You are meathead. Yes. <laughs> called a lot worse than that in my time. <laughs> Psycho Stumpy gifted 10 memberships to the stream. Psycho Stumpy, thank you so much. Uh, Mike Humsmelt with a $2 says RIP to Ray Stevenson, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that is sad. That is real sad, by the way. Um, too many of these unexplained deaths amongst people that yeah, are going we find out like time. what happened? And it's yeah. weird. We were, we were just talking about him with Razor and on another stream. We were just talking just about. a few days ago before you yeah. just tweeted that picture of yourself and Ray at your comic book store. Because I don't know if you're aware of this, folks. Gary used to own a comic book store. I did. And Ray came there to promote uh, Punisher Warzone. And that was mm. like my first yeah. movie promotion. I freaking loved it. He pops uh, up in like shit tons of different projects, and he's always like a role that I'm always like, eh. I remember um, it was one of the GI Joe movies. He's like Firefly, and he's one of the only things I remembered from it. So it's just like he's like a guy who goes around blowing shit up, and I was like, that's kind of fun. There's, I like um, him in, uh, Kill Kill the Irishman. Yeah, he was good in that. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I don't think I've ever seen him in somewhere. I was like, oh, he wasn't very good. Did you guys see uh, the other guys? It's like a parody of. Almost cult yes. procedural movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's um, he's like the muscle in that for the bad guys, and he's fucking great in that too. He he has oh. like a you know he only has like ten minutes in it, but still. Well, he um, was like the first place I remember seeing him. Rome, like Rome, he was fucking amazing. Yeah. In Rome. So. Well, I I even liked him in King Arthur. I don't know if you guys have seen that. That's one of the ones that he's getting credited for around because uh, that was the Clive Clive Owen King yeah. Arthur. Yeah. Not mm. exactly popular one, but you know, is uh. I forget which character he played in it, but and then there's ah ah ah. I'm guessing some of you may have seen that. Not yet. Uh, he, he played evil British man in it, right. and he was fucking great as evil British man. It was uh, funny as hell. So, yeah, I don't know. I saw. I didn't believe it at first. I thought they were uh, messing around, but it's one of those ones where whenever someone says that, like out of context in a chat, I'm like, you know, it's just fucking like, oh shit, that's probably true. Because why else would they say it? Yeah, and it sucks. Um, because yeah, yeah uh, I, I've I've been trying to keep track of it. Uh, there's no cause of death yet, from what I've uh, seen. Never yeah. mentioned yet. Which which means we know the cause of death died suddenly. <laughs> yeah, yeah there's too many people suddenly. dying of uncertain causes. Right. right. Fifty eight years old. You know, if Absolute if it's not bullshit. a disease like a cancer or, or something like that, well, you know, then you got to ask. Well, 
is it did he get anything uh, new <laughs> yeah yeah is it blood clot related is it yeah mm, is it is it uh, a heart issue because of um is it uh, wf the, related the forced, the forced jab yeah mm. yeah too much of it i mean we're we're seeing it i've never seen this in my life you know i mean i yeah, i'm getting older so people are going to die you know people people you know sure. are going to be dying off but not people at the ages i'm seeing Mm -hmm. no nope, nope, you're right you're right and uh his actors guild did nothing <clears throat> with people who uh, who are voted to strike by the way and they're all united but there's uh there's quite a few people who didn't want that forced jab to go to work and uh sag sag or the film actors guild film actors um, guild uh could give a shit about them no could give an absolute shit about them well obviously yep so well, that's that's I, I was just the guild members I mean, one, one of their demands, I was reading about their demands, one of the demands is that writers be kept on staff even if they're not writing anything. Fuck off. Yes. Oh, you guys yeah. see... Um... For a minimum amount of time, <laughs> you're right. And it, and it's anywhere... Did you see the time frame, Chuck? It yeah. was anywhere from 10 weeks to 52 weeks. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. And oh, one, I'll, have and year, of, I'll have a year of free money. Yeah. And one, one of their spokespeople was saying, oh, well, you know... The the producers and studios are trying to turn this into a gig job. I mean, you mean like freelance writer? Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> I've been doing this for over thirty years. You know, get in the game, buddy. Live it. Right. Walk a mile in my shoes. No shit. That, Where's my next job coming from? I don't know. <laughs> that's that's right. exactly what they want to turn it into because that's what it should be. Exactly. Sorry. You got to fight for your place, man. Yeah. You're not owed work. Period. You're not owed it. Mm -hmm. But apparently what they do, and this is insidious too, if they're creating a new series, they bring in a whole bunch of writers and they all put their two cents in, which explains why the shit we're watching. Yes. And then once that's done and the, the series is ordered, they let a lot of them go. Well, they're saying, no, you got to keep all of them, even though they're not doing anything else. So, so the tech industry came in and teched it up, basically. They, 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 they took this... Uh, uh, Netflix doesn't do pilots, right? They, right? they, they're actually producing their first pilot ever this year. They usually just go, let's do a whole, sometimes they'll, they'll green light it for two years, two yeah. seasons. And yeah, they'll bring those writers in and, uh, sometimes they won't pay them at all. It is kind of fucked up. Like, you know, they'll bring you into that room. And if you, if your if your idea gets used, you get paid and they can find a way to say your idea didn't get used and just not pay you at all. Yeah, uh, which pretty. Oh yeah, this up. definitely it's fucked up. It's Hollywood. This definitely fucked up situations. Yeah, yeah um, they make it a snake pit, like the 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 Saturday Night Live writers' room. It's a snake pit. Mm. You know, not, that, the best uh, ideas are not going to come forth because the best writers are not alpha male personalities. You know, uh, I can speak for myself. You know, the best writers are going to sit there and say nothing. Uh, the shitheads are going to be going. I have an idea. Yeah, yeah. Deadpool, uh, Deadpool three is going ahead, and everyone's shitting all over it for that. It's like, how dare you not show solidarity? The the thing that I think is funnier is people highlighting that the last time uh, Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds worked together on an X Men movie in a writer's strike, we got X Men Origins Wolverine. Uh -huh. So, <laughs> Jeremy Griggs' favorite movie. Oh yeah, <laughs> he has some weird takes. He's got some uh, really weird takes. But he's from Alabama, so... Alabama! Yeah. Alabama. Uh, blunt objections Alabama. with a... Alabama. With a $20 says, I never got into comics as a kid, but listening to all these years of passion that Gary and Az have for them, 
I started my collection recently oh, and nice. just love it. Thanks to Graham and Chuck for giving me something new to collect. Oh, thank you, you brother. Want, you want something thank new to collect? Yeah. Get on to Joe, Joe Frankenstein part two. Link, description box down below. Link, pinned, comment section, somewhere over there, in that direction. Uh, go support uh, these wonderful people. Because look, what the art form. I don't want to blow smoke up your ass, but I'm going to. This, this is Chuck fucking Dixon and Graham fucking Nolan here. Yeah, these are people that had one of the greatest runs. And Max, they're a couple of fucking assholes. No, these are the people who did one of the greatest runs on Detective Comics ever. These are the co-creators of Bane, who did the what thirty years ago, who almost immediately instilled himself as one of Batman's greatest villains of all fucking time. This, these are fucking legends of our industry right here. These are people who 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 went against the grain and created their stuff and. Fuck me, did it? Was it absolutely insane? Arguably, the, the artwork the from Graham, the fucking writing from Chuck. Chuck was writing fucking everything. Yep. He was doing Pat, he was doing fucking detective comics. He was doing Robin. He was doing Azrael. He was doing Catwoman. He was doing fucking Nightwing. He was doing the whole fucking job lot. Birds of Prey. And Robin. Was, uh, did, yeah. I think he did one. Maybe Robin. And Robin, before Miss Robin out. Not the gay one, the straight one. <laughs> That's right. And and Bane is arguably one of the greatest uh, and last characters ever created. I mean, like, mm. there, there, there haven't been... I, 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 would, I would absolutely agree. Villains and heroes have been created post, mm. uh, you know, late 80s, early 90s. That I, I would say remember. Bane is the last greatest villain created in the mainstream industry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I, can't, I can't think of anyone better than Bane. Since Bane was created, I really can't. Hey, no, no, I'm sorry. I <clears throat> Spider Gwen, Spider Gwen, and Spider Pool or Gwen Pool, or all these fucking and Miles Morales. Oh, there, yeah, those are great characters. Yeah, girl, girl, girl. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit, America oh, wait, That's Ditko. We got to give that one a pass. Yeah, yeah. America, America Chavez. Who on. On. used to be Miss America, by the way. That's another character. It's just a derivative character. Right. Uh, right. So um it's, it's drivel, all right. Oh no, derivative, not true. Okay, yeah. Whatever. So you know, the, these we, we are talking, we're talking literal legends of the industry here. Go support them. These these yeah. are people who want to want to make stuff that you want to read. That's yeah. what they want to make. I'm I'm, I'm 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 basking in my own greatness here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you just yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you Mahler. You just yeah. suck it in, Chuck. You just suck it in. I say, in reality, Chuck and I are ditch diggers. You know, we're working class guys uh, that just love this art form. We love to do and write and illustrate comic books. You know, not rocks through stars, your we're not you know some of these guys come into this business wanting to be since image money came in they want to be rock stars you know they want to be these you know it's like we could give a shit about that you know right. we we feed our families we educate them you know we do good things and uh, you know we work hard you know uh it beats digging a ditch but you know metaphorically we're ditch diggers mm -hmm. you know we're just we're just blue collar guys you know just like everybody else just like all you guys that that are out there buying comics so um if you relate to our work it's probably because you can relate to us you can relate that, that, that that's exactly comics were blue collar yes yeah. blue collar for the longest yeah. time 
Blue All collar. our heroes busted their asses for very little money because they loved it. You know, yeah. uh, they weren't in it. They weren't there to make, you know, royalties because they didn't have royalties. But, you know, the movies that were made out of these characters, they didn't get anything of that either. You know, they but they they just love it. You know, and just same same with us. You know, we won't be canceled because, well, this is what we love to do. So we got you know, nowhere else to go. We got nowhere else to go. <laughs> Nobody else will have us. <laughs> All I'm hearing is white supremacy. Just yeah. <laughs> I mean, I get up early. We get up early. I get a white <laughs> cheek. Oh, come on. <laughs> we start at the crack of dawn. We go yeah. through till the yeah. sun goes down. Oh, oh, we drive, we drive pickup trucks. I oh. take it all back. Yeah. Then when we rest, yeah. we have our slaves finish up. For yeah. Us. Oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> uh, Travis's world with a ten dollar says, "I'm curious if there is any comic or series that you are embarrassed or ashamed to admit that you like." Mm. We give that to Chuck and Graham. I I don't believe in guilty pleasures. Okay. <laughs> If I want to watch Mikhail's Navy, I'll fucking watch Mikhail's Navy because I like it. <laughs> I'm not going to apologize for it. I'm like that with Relic Hunter. But I mean, that's, you, you know, that's, yeah. There you go. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I don't no, believe there, in guilty pleasure. There is no shame to my game. That's uh old saying. I don't give a shit. I'm with you, Chuck. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But the spirit of the question is, do you... I know, I know, I know a comic. <laughs> I, I can't kind of think of a comic that I was embarrassed to buy. A comic? I, I there's plenty of comics I was embarrassed that they made. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, but, uh, oh yeah, the Obama cover on Spider Man. Oh yeah, yeah. I hated yeah. selling it. I the the it. whole run of Tom. Well, the whole run after issue five of Tom King. I was doing a store appearance when that Obama comic came out. Man, that phone rang in that store all day long. Remember yeah. Kevin Feige inserted himself. Well, was inserted into the um, the Marvel. The, oh, guys! While I've got you, I've never mentioned this, but you like uh, you know you've just you've just given your speech, Graham, about your blue collar workers. You know, your blue yeah. collar workers. You made your way, uh, and you're in an industry that you love, and your passion shines through. That's bueno. And and if the audience is buying your stuff and and has bought your stuff in in droves throughout decades mm -hmm. it you know then th that's probably because they relate to you you know because comics are as gary said they're, they're working class you know they they were they were cheap mm -hmm. um they were they were great sources of of edible entertainment for us uh with fantastic characters with that said can you deny and i dare you to deny that what the audience really wants is a Met Gala in a Marvel comic every year now. Yes. As the mutants put on a gala and they all dress up exactly like they are in, in comic books. Because that is really tapping, don't you think, that the it has got its finger on the pulse of the current customer of comics. Well, uh, here's what I would say is that it, the pulse is not on the customer of the comics. The pulse is the insertion of themselves in the comic. They're writing them, not not the people that are buying it, you know, because if How it was, you? 
if it was, the sales would be better, and Spider-Man wouldn't be selling 30,000 copies. Who the fuck? Yeah, mainstream right superhero here. comics are ultimately a wish fulfillment fantasy. Let's yes. face it. We want to be Superman. Girls want to be Wonder Woman. You want, you want, you want to be as badass as the Punisher and the rest yeah. of it. Well, that's not true anymore. The, the comics themselves are the wish fulfillment of the creators. Yes. That's right. They're, they're it's like themselves. a make a wish for these fucking people. Exactly. And, yeah. and, and once upon a time, it didn't matter what you know race or nationality the character was. If he was a badass, you liked him. Yeah. And, and, you, and you identified with him. And you and he was your pathway to that wishful film. I'm South American. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, I could, uh, yeah, I could not believe this that that stupid annual gala that they have for the fucking act. <laughs> it's like over fifteen parts, and oh my god, I'm just like, could you, could you show you are. Uh, you know you're more out of touch right with with uh with your with your audience or you know because there's a perceived audience which as we know doesn't buy shit right and there's an actual audience who have been told to fuck off who've been told that they're sexist who've been told that they're racist they've been told that they're all misogynistic all these kind of things who they've driven off and as we've seen from just from a little snippet of comic book shop, comic book chains, some of them, multiple stores, mainstream, down, 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 manga, up. Mm-hmm. Merchandise that's non-related to them, Funko Pops, up. How can those things be up, dude? I, well, I, I, you know, the, the, the problem is is that writers um, are not writing what comics are about. Comics are about inspiration and mm-hmm. aspiration. Mm-hmm. But what they're writing is representation. Mm-hmm. And comics are not necessarily representative. I'm not from Krypton. I never could be. But I could yeah. still love Superman. Uh, I'm not uh, from the inner city, but I always thought Luke Cage was badass. You know, and he was fun and cool. And I like to read his comics because I don't need representation. I just need aspiration and inspiration. Uh, and, 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 and I think that's the biggest uh, problem with the way these writers are writing these characters now. I am so. from Krypton, by the way. Wow. Well, wow. then you can not, you've, you've got aspiration, inspiration, and representation. Mm-hmm. Good for you. you. Go. It's inclusivity, my friend. Wow. I, 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 I never was... watched a samurai movie and thought, mm-hmm. hey, I, I wish there was more white guys in here so I could yeah, play. I see that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> could you have fucking imagined? <laughs> like, shut up, Billy. <laughs> I mean, when we were doing Way of the Rat at CrossGen, uh, we were real close to getting a film made. Uh, we had a screenplay by Frank Darabont, for God's sakes. Uh, wow. we, were all, we were all set up at DreamWorks, but they said, you got to put a white guy in the series. Like, That's how far we've come. Since then, so why, why? Wow. So, so European and American audiences can relate to the movie, and we were like, "Well, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon made two hundred million here. That was a fluke." <clears throat> oh my God, is that go? Oh God, she looks like Gina Gershon, which would have been way better. Yeah, she looks a lot hotter than you. You gonna watch that whole series, Gary? Yep. The yep, yep, yep. Are you? It's gonna get. It, do you, I I don't know if you're aware, Chuck and Graham. 
the Echo TV series that everyone asked for. But they haven't heard about it. <laughs> of course they haven't, because nobody fucking asked for it. Um, it's been delayed. It's now been said it's going to come out in uh, November this year. And they're dumping every episode on the same day. Yeah. What show on, is it? Uh, Echo? Echo. What's is that? it a spin-off from the Hawkeye the, the, thing? Yeah, the, 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 the character from the Daredevil and... Um, you know how you created, and... co-created Bane, like this really mm. cool character? Well, they created a character called Echo to go against the blind guy. She's deaf. Oh. <laughs> she has the Taskmaster's powers. She can mimic all the fight moves and stuff. Oh, okay. So she's a Mary Sue, in addition to being deaf. Yeah. Somebody Listen said, to it's hard to come up with new things. Anything, anything you can do, she can do better. Yeah. On the bright side, in the show, also mute. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's a tough, that's tough. For, I wrote Snake Eyes for a while, man. Writing for a mute character is not easy. How many episodes ago to that show? Uh, Too many. Uh, six, six or eight would be my guess. Okay, maybe just maybe just the one, guys. How about just that? How about none? Just I'm gonna I'm gonna watch them all. Didn't you I read know. today they had to do a lot of extensive reshooting because uh, it was they had a to reshoot the whole series, the whole yeah. thing. Wow, <laughs> that's pretty extensive. I mean, they, they so. Then they wonder why this shit costs so much. You, mm. You're paying twice. You're doing it twice. I mean, how are they still? I mean, when are they going to stop? Like, I, they probably already have. They're going to have to stop making these. Well, dude, it's all that. It's that end game, no way home money, right? This kept them going a bit. Like those, those things could power up about ten Doctor failures. Strange each. as well. Yeah, you yeah. mean it made money? Terrible oh, film made money. Over, though. Though. Yeah, it did. That made money. Doctor Strange made money. Yeah, Oh my god! Guardians is making money as well, right? So yeah, that's probably going to hit eight. Maybe even eight fifty. It's gonna do well after it's a real still, slow it's still, start. It's it's really it's, starting to go. Still shrinking though. I mean, you can see it shrinking. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's, it's all shrinking. Like it's all, yeah. the point where they go, okay, we gotta stop making. We cannot greenlight another one of these. We can't I don't. It. I don't think that um, this Guardians is gonna have any knock on effect to the Marvels. I don't no, think it's no, gonna have any knock on effect to that. What's that as? Uh, DHP, uh, Sin City. That's uh, yeah, first Sin City. Oof. Mm, that's when Frank was actually putting some work in the drawings. Uh, oh. yeah, I got that to Dark Knight 3 Master Race. Holy shit, <laughs> that looked like that looked like somebody was just fucking having an epileptic fit on the page. Yeah, I paid anyway. a million dollars advance for that. Jeez, they, 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 need, them, they need their money back. Yeah, well, they they. They 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 hired Bob Shrek as Batman group editor based on the fact that he could get Frank Miller to do that project for a million bucks. And I said, man, give me a quarter of a million and a case of Jack Daniels, I can get him to do it. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then Frank handed in drawings basically to show I still got it. Best drawings I've ever seen him do. He did all really? these character drawings of all best stuff I've ever seen him do. And then he crapped that out once he yeah, got yeah that that Master Race was three was it was bad. It was never really give a bad. comic creator advance money. Yeah, big mistake every time, including me. Don't give me advance money. Yeah, I'm I'm the same way. I hate money up front. I yeah. I want I want to chase it. I don't I feel like I got to owe you yeah, something. Yeah, yeah you yeah. want to yeah. earn it. Yeah, and yeah. but but when I'm done, get it to me quick. Don't fuck around. Fair point. 
That's yeah. the thing about crowdfunding, man. It spoils us because a lot of these crowdfunding people, they pay you the same day. <laughs> mm. No 30-day wait. Hey, I mean, being looked after, I know it's a new thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's a new thing being looked after, but hey. Um, right, let's, uh, we'll just, we're going to smash through a few more supers and then we're going to have another uh, little look at uh, Joe Frankenstein part two before we uh, close out, folks. Let me just go smash through a few here. Uh, and then I'll do a super chat square up Sunday, which means afternoon tea with Az. We'll be back on Sunday, which uh, you guys seem to like. So uh, let's carry on with that. Nerd issues with a ten dollars is Chuck. I got all four issues of Joker's Wild, and I'm already relieved to be reading real Tim Drake again. The scene between <laughs> Tim and Alfred was simple yet amazing. You'll always be my uh, writing hero. Oh, I, I can amen that. Thank you Amen. so much. Amen. I mean, I know Amen. these aren't you. Tim's not your character. I understand that. But um, you wrote a lot of fucking Robin. Yeah. A lot. Uh, does it, I mean, effect is probably too, you know, OTT a word. But to see, like, the amount of character work that you did with Tim Drake through, through the miniseries, through to the ongoing series... And obviously the connections that he had with 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 Jean Paul Valley, with with you know Nightwing, with Dick Grayson, and and that sort of uh, fraternal relationship uh, that they had, all that, and then to see somebody just come along and go, oh, I'm I'm gay, so I'm now making him gay. Yeah. Does that affect you at all? Does it? I mean, mad again. Mad is probably too much of a word to you, but do you kind of feel like well, you know why bother? Well, yeah, I mean, at this point, you know, they've made so many changes and they bring in so many no talents. Um, you know, you just kind of kind of turn your heart to stone. I mean, I don't own these characters. Mm. Uh, I had my time on them. Uh, I think uh, my work will stand the test of time. You know, I did Amen. my best. And uh, they're going to do what they're going to do. You can't really look back. It's like, you know, watching your kids go off with a new dad. You know, it's like, I, I, there's nothing I can do now. So, uh, you know, and I only know about it because, you know, people, you know, I think I think some of them are being cruel, you know, here on, on social media. Hey, did you see what they did to this? Did you see what they did to that? You know, trying to get a rise out of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, you know, my, my stuff is still there. You can still read it. Yep. Yeah. Because that's, that's great. So, I mean, man, that was a period of time. Holy shit. That was, that was an incredible period of time, just going from Detective Comics into, into reading your Robin. Then I'm going to read Azrael. Then I'm going to read Nightwing. Then I'm going to read Catwoman. It's all got Chuck Dicks and Chuck Dicks and Chuck Dicks and Chuck well, Dicks. In a way, even just from an ego stance, I mean, you wouldn't want a guy to take over your character and do a better job. <laughs> no danger of that happening. Yeah, no but at least no danger of that. <laughs> at least you could be shady, you know, instead of being disappointed, I guess. Yeah, my legacy uh, is safe. Yes. <laughs> oh, I think it's, I think it's locked in now. Yeah, uh, you know, look, that Robin ran for 187 issues, I believe, which is yep. insane for a Robin. Which it oh. is, it is, it's absolutely incredible uh, that it ran for that long. I think you wrote somewhere in the region of 102 of them or something. Yeah, I wrote a hundred of them plus the miniseries and annuals and specials. Yeah, and min all the rest of it. Yeah. So that's that's uh, you know to 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 do over half of the whole run which was a a, a long run right 
uh, is is absolutely insane. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. Um we're never going to see that again. You know, it's, no. no, we're not because we just saw Tim Drake get cancelled after 10 issues. Yeah. Which means it got, uh, you know, we've, we've mentioned this before, but it means it got penciled down. It got told to, it was wrap up <laughs> after like six or seven. Right. That's it, you know. That's how bad that that reboot, and it was a reboot because they literally rebooted a good character into a tokenized piece of shit. Yeah. Into some, 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 some boy, because Tim was a boy at the time, some boy that was growing into a man that would potentially grow in, to be Batman was now just some some femi limp wristed, pathetic, uh, skinny, uh, nothing of a character that it that is simply defined by its sexuality. And if you if you want to see what's wrong with any of modern day comics, folks, that pretty much I think sums it up in a nutshell. Well, I mean, the worst thing about these these new comics is that it, it's all about the agenda. Yeah, obviously, but but it's also that these stories are not crime thrillers anymore they're not mysteries anymore they're not you know they're not even action or plot driven action stories anymore i mean all of the elements that make a comic book fun are secondary to these people yeah if if they're addressed at all if it's addressed at all yeah i mean when's the i mean when's the last good fight scene you saw in a comic they don't care about that stuff so they don't bother no because they're they're writing them it's as if they were going to appear on a TV show that was picked up because that's where they actually want to write. Yeah. Right. So it's like, we've got to have them sit down and eat and then yeah. they're going to talk about their feelings in a, you know, in a very superficial way, not the great way that you'd have like Tim in his private moments, maybe confide to Dick or confide to, to a uh, spoiler uh, to Stephanie about little insecurities he yeah. has about being robin and 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 living up to to the legacy of batman and not letting batman down he was he was so concerned about letting batman down and these are things that he couldn't say to bruce right you know so you'd get these and it wouldn't be extensive it wouldn't even no, no. they would just be little asides he would just have these little moments where he would be focused on his job and and then oh, you know oh, he, oh, he'd oh. say a little yeah because often i would write it that they were talking about something but the reader got it that the subtext of it was his concerns. Mm. And, I, and I always write that way. You don't write directly to plot line. Yes. You know, you have the characters talking and then you realize, oh, well, they're talking about something deeper here than what they're actually saying. And I, well, I, I often, I try to do that. I try to be the invisible handwriter. You know, not, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm informing you and entertaining you and all the rest of it, but not doing it in such a direct manner that you feel like you're being lectured to or pandered yeah. to. Yeah. I mean, I, I, don't, I, I would never even, I wouldn't even use the new Tim Drake comic as toilet paper. Don't get me wrong. But just seeing like the bits on, on Twitter that they posted of the pages and him just going, oh my God, I've been dating so and so for six months now and I'm so worried about our first kiss. Ugh. And he's just like, yeah. well, how about when Bernard, the gay lover, sneaks up on him? This is freaking oh, Robin. He's been he's been trained by Batman. Trained by Batman. And this guy comes tippy toeing behind him, and and he's like this. Oh, you Do know what the funny thing would have been? The funny thing would have been if he tippy toed up behind him and he turned around and he fucking knocked him out. That's exactly what I said when when I first showed up. We were on another show, and I was like, he should he should have turned around and flattened him. Yes, and reminded yeah. everybody why he's Robin. Yeah. Oh, and remember, these stories are supposed to represent gay people in a positive light. They do anything but 
Right. They're all yeah. twins, you know. They're yeah, they're all, they're all, they're all, they're they're all uninteresting. Family. Yeah. Just like what happened to Bobby, Bobby Drake, um, with you know Iron Man. Uh, they t- they just you know suddenly, uh, what's he called? Cena Grace. Suddenly, Bobby, who was a character, got turned into Cena Grace. So is you know stop inserting yourself by yeah. all means pull upon some of your experiences in life by right. all means but don't let that get ahead of who the character is um but you know that's I don't know. uh best name i can think of with the tendril says hail to you all i am a budding writer and artist myself i have a lot of different story ideas at the moment as professionals how do you decide which idea is most worth your time to develop Yeah, I mean, yeah, you kind of see if there's enough there. You know, I start with the big scenes, you know, um, the basic concept, and then what's my big scenes, and then Mm. then work from there. And if and if and if it doesn't work, if I don't have any big scenes, I just this one's not going to go anywhere. Uh, Eddie Brock with a two euro fifty says, Chuck and Graham, I would have loved to have seen your work on Amazing Spider Man. Had a better fun run. Probably better than the current run of getting cucked by a Marvel editor self-insert, having them have children with Mary Jane, turn around and say, Mary Jane, I love her as a sister, and then have Ms. Marvel take over your comic because hers keeps getting cancelled. And then killing her off in some vain effort that people give a shit and have sales fall into the 30,000s. Mm-hmm. Probably would have been a little bit better than that. Just saying. You know, <laughs> I, I have a very unpopular opinion about Spider-Man. I, uh, I, 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 I think it was a mistake for them to marry him to Mary Jane. I think that's it's a huge mistake when you take any major character that's been around a long time and you totally change what made the character interesting and attractable in the first place. Um, the biggest change happened when Ditko left. Uh, and then the whole uh, uh, theme and, and, and structure of Spider-Man changed. And he was no longer that loser that uh, couldn't, uh, you know, uh, there's always problems with his aunt, problems with his dandruff, problems with, you know, uh, his laundry, all that kind of stuff. All of a sudden now he's got not only a girlfriend, but he's got, they're, they're two of them are after him and they're both super hot. They're smoking hot, you know? And it's like, well, how big a loser are you? You've got a supermodel and this other one could be supermodel that are after you. Um, now you can't argue the fact that, that when Ramita came on, the sales went through the roof and it became the most popular superhero comic in the world. But it did change, uh, uh the direction of the comic. They gave them different problems though. Like yeah. rent, rent and working with J. Jonah Jameson, who's always, you know, um, like he's getting trolled every single day in the papers. The cops hate right. him still. And and, uh, and and that was still because don't get me wrong. I love the Ramita runs. I mean, that the, that tablet story with the Kingpin is one of my all time favorites right up there yeah. with, with Mangog. Um, but when they married him off, that was a sea change. And it was something they couldn't they couldn't pull back from. Um, and, and I just, I, I didn't well, like never that went the, the next step with it. If they were going to like have them have a kid, like give a superhero some real freaking dangers as a family man, if you're going to do that, I hated how they got like, 
when when one more day happened, that was like the day that broke Spider-Man as mm -hmm. the most popular character in comic books. It, it like broke the character beyond repair. And that's when they started really, and that's that's the Casada era. So they started putting him in the Avengers. He never should have been on a team. Uh, that was always the Spider-Man never joined a fucking team. They had him join a team. Mm -hmm. But like the way they got like, kill Mary Jane, like just do it, just kill her. Uh, mm -hmm. But they couldn't because of, because of fucking Gail Simone and fridging and all that shit. But they should have. Uh, Gail Simone should be fucking fridged. If if you're gonna get rid of Mary Jane, you kill her. I mean, like he's a superhero. It's a danger. The, uh, like having everybody have their mind erased by Mephisto was just yeah. the most retarded fucking story. And I I I think Straczynski's a talented guy, uh, but he wrote it. He fucking wrote it, and Casado was the EIC. So, mm -hmm. I dude, I have never seen a fan revolt. Well, until later. Like, well, hold yeah. <laughs> my beer. But before that, before that, uh, like I had a hundred and twenty-five. You know, I was a modest, modest shop. I had a hundred twenty-five Amazing Spider-Man subs. I had almost half of them quit that day. Wow. Wow. Well, wow. see, it's a, it's a larger problem in the way that the whole marketing of comics changed. I mean, once upon a time, uh, your comic book audience outgrew comics. The, the larger mainstream audience outgrew comics, right. and then new kids came in. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. And starting in the 80s, there was no effort to bring new kids in. None. The effort was to hold on to the readers you had, mm -hmm. and that's the problem. You, you Eventually, you've got to marry Spider-Man off because you have to make changes. You have to keep making yeah. changes because to the, pe the people reading it, it's just decades long saga well the the the, the other thing is, is that your 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 readership is aging with those characters they don't want to read about spider-man in high school anymore right. uh, and as you said you don't have high schoolers coming in and reading spider-man so you've got this this dwindling readership base that is aging with the character um but then you run into uh, problems with okay, now he's got a kid and, and all. Well, how old is Spider Man now? You know, you know, it gets to the point where he's like in his forties, right. you know, because your readership is now in the forties and fifties and stuff. And I just think, uh, you know, I, I liked what Stan used to say. You know, you don't have change; you have the appearance of change. Yeah, you know? yeah. I, I liked. I preferred Marvel's continuous wacky continuity that like required uh, mental gymnastics to believe, but. Uh, what also went along with that, and you're totally right, Chuck, like, uh, you know, by the time I had even bought a store, like comics were aging out, like the, the uh, comics could never compete against video games, but they can uh, manga is fine. And the Japanese play the fuck out of video games. So how did they do it? Right. Uh, well, it's a bigger picture. Uh, as our public schools got worse and worse and worse and kids just reading bored them uh and quite frankly a lot of them couldn't read a lot of people just like don't want to take the time to do it it's it's a cultural thing whatever happened comics lost and it and it as you said chuck it killed itself it killed itself. and the diamond the the whole uh fucking diamond method like really uh, getting comic books out of all the other stores was the biggest mistake ever yeah ever. Yeah. yeah the entry-level market the destruction of the newsstand yeah. market but that was the the death knell because most of my readers were on the newsstand, yep. right? Because I was writing for the casual reader, yeah, not, not the fan. I mean, I love what, the fans; I'm a fan, but I realize there's a larger audience out there. What killed the newsstand though was the price point. 
Yep. Yeah. Which they should have changed formats. They should have figured that out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, okay, the monthly pamphlets, they don't want them on the newsstands because they're taking up too much room for too little return. Too little return, so yeah. Let's put out, let's do what manga does. Let's put out a $10 monthly. $10 yeah. monthly, $5, you know, like mm-hmm. you know, Shonen Jump has been doing it for a long time. Just do something like that, except for comics, you know, and, and they just, and when they did, they half asked the effort of it and it would be like, a single comic book from each, you know, instead of, you know, and, and then they really went for that trade market, which was, uh, Oh God, dude. Um, I've never been a big fan of the trade market. I just thought that was uh, a good, a cash grab that was only going to last so long. Right. Uh, and they started writing everything for the trade and the trades go up. I did you, like later on in my store, I just stopped buying trades. I was near a college. So I just, started my buyback program i did the used book approach so i'm like come and bring your me your trades i'll give you like pennies on the dollar and i dude i had more trades and i know what to, knew what to do with and i wow. never had to buy them from diamond ever uh and i thought that was the last three years i was in business i did not buy trades from diamond I mean, I, i'll get i'll give you an example um in the 90s they had those magazines for kids barbie and this and that and the other and it was a batman and superman magazine with the animated characters from mm-hmm. the from the TV series, and it sold a half million copies a month. That's crazy. And it, it and it had comics in it. They created new comics for it. Ty Templeton did, did most of them. Well, Marvel mm. bought that magazine company, and DC said, well, "We're not going to have a magazine with our characters distributed by Marvel." So they just canceled the magazine. So Ty Templeton went to the powers that be at DC and said, "Well, can't we produce the magazine ourselves?" And they said, we don't have the people to do that. Oh. <laughs> he says, then hire them. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it sells a half million a month at, you know, at five bucks. <laughs> hire them. I love this the your irony. Level. Uh, I, I love the irony of DC saying, we can't have our stuff being distributed by Marvel. And right. you go back to 1962 yeah. <laughs> when, when all of Marvel's books were distributed by DC. By by DC. <laughs> Right. Up until 1968. Just gonna smash through a couple of biggies, and then uh, we're gonna have to wrap this up, folks. Uh, oh, Dirt right. is king with a fifty dollars. Says never say never again is a better movie than Thunderball. No, it's not. Thunderball's great. Well, no, don't no, at me, like no, me. No, no. I'm, I'm no, at you. I'm at you, dude. Tough. I'm at you. Uh, <laughs> best Connery movie is You Only Live Twice. My favorite Connery movie is Goldfinger. Oh, that's horrible. Goldfinger, yeah. Goldfinger. Uh, I like from Russia with love. That's a good um, movie. That's it's a good, good movie. Gold. Definitely finger. different. Uh, Matthew Hammond with a fifty dollars says Chuck and Graham as a Steam creative dudes. What is the most original TV series that you've seen that's completely captivated you from beginning to end? Stargate, Ooh. Atlantis, Justified, and Awake are recent examples for me. Oh, any? Uh, Justified for me and uh, Breaking Bad. Ah, Breaking Bad, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Any Chuck? What recent series? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm liking Yellowstone. I like Breaking Bad. I like Justified. Uh, Tulsa King. I haven't Tulsa seen King it yet. Tulsa King's oh. really yeah. good. Yeah. I thought you told me about Tulsa King, Chuck. I told you about it, but I haven't seen it. Oh, oh, well, you'll like it. Of course, of course I told you about it. <laughs> you'll, you'll, you'll really, it's like one of Sly's best performances. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's, he's good. good 
Yeah. Uh, and the final super for this stream, like I said, I'll do a super chat square up on Sunday, 2.30 UK time start, afternoon tea with Az. Mm-hmm. Apologies if I haven't got to it. Obviously, the conversation's been flowing and you guys have been exceedingly generous. Uh, no Zaku boy with a $50 says, oh. who sees into the hearts of men and the undergarments of women? Peeping Tom. An electrifying new villain has seized the city power grid, holding it for a marginal ransom. Can Tom put the lights out on the reparation ripping racist ratchet of blackout? Oh my God. I want to read that comic. <laughs> I want to read all of Nozaku Boy's pictures. We could turn them into comics. Uh, oh, he's, he's made his own MCU at this point. It's oh, huge. absolutely. He's, he's old Tom CU. Uh, before we go, uh, and say our fond farewells. Chat in the uh, link, top link in the description down below, or the pinned comment in the comment section. It will take you to this link, the Joel Frankenstein Part 2 Indiegogo campaign. Graham and the Joel Frankenstein character with Chuck and Graham with Part 1 will be available after it's been fulfilled. Right. Uh, this is a 30-day campaign and that's it. There's no in-demand uh, afterwards. It's your, your opportunity window is 30 days, and then it's done. And looking for a fall, an autumn uh, distribution by Graham, which is fucking incredible. Uh, so, Graham, Chuck, anything you'd like to say about this campaign before we, we uh, wrap up the show? Call before midnight tonight. <laughs> uh, i i just want uh people to know that uh this is this is pure entertainment a lot of fun um uh, no no pushing of polemics or ideology yeah, this is a love letter to the universal monster films uh, and adventure stories that both chuck and i love and uh i, I think you're gonna love it um uh, if you if you missed out on part one and you're hedging on part two, don't worry about it. You can get part one on the Compass Comics website once uh, once it's fulfilled to the backers. Um, and if you miss out on part two, that will eventually end up on the Compass Comics website as well. All my books end up over there. So uh, if you know times are tough, you don't have the money, that's okay. You know you can get it later. But uh, yeah, so you, you know it's not going in demand, but it'll still be available at a slightly higher price. But you know. And if you're following the Nolan verse, you need these. Mm. You do, you do. And, oh, and somebody, somebody had uh, put in 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 the chat here that I just wanted to address because he wanted to know what the reading order is because he was thinking of getting this book uh, or getting Ghost of Matacumba Key. Um, you you could start with Monster Island, um, but that's not necessary. It, you don't have to. If but you really need to start with the Chinu and Alien Alamo. Um, and the reading order would be uh, uh, Joe Frankenstein, the Chinoo, Alien Alamo, and then the Ghost of Matacumba Key. That would be the reading order. Fantastic. Uh, please go support uh, these wonderful guys. They are creating entertainment that you want to read uh, and not ideological bullshit uh, <laughs> that you don't. Uh, so uh, let's with that wrap things up uh, Morley Hello. is there anything that you'd like to plug before we go uh, I would prefer mm-hmm. my time to ask 
Mr. Deakson and Mr. Nolan. What are you guys, yeah. without labeling something from the last 10 years, let's say, your most hated writing trope? The kind of thing that you read or see in a show or something, and you're like, oh, mm. this. Hmm. Where they, where they kill time by having two characters talking about a character who's not there. Ah. <laughs> they used to pad out endlessly on, on shows. No, because it's cheaper to shoot than action. Uh, I hate the 120-pound woman beating up a 200-pound man. (laughs) 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 That that drives me absolutely... You know, adventure stories, action stories, there is a suspension of disbelief. But sometimes you're like, come on. (laughs) Did you see the trailer for The Mother? Is that with uh, Jennifer Lopez? Jennifer oh, Lopez, yeah, 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 is a killer. Yeah, <laughs> she is beating the shit out of three hundred pound guys. At yeah. the <laughs> hey, maybe like, she has magical mother powers. Well, you don't know. Well, well, then there's Queen Latifah, who's the three hundred pound uh, woman uh, beating up hundred and twenty pound men. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and she's the what um, is she the equalizer? Is that what she is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, let's call her Queen Laquifa. She's yeah. the they, the quick cuts are so fast because you can see how slow she's moving. <laughs> yes, she literally slowly and very heavily yeah. uh, creeps up on people. Yeah. very loudly. She is two days away from like riding those little cars that the the <laughs> women ride around in, in Disneyland and shit. Okay, those little Walmart cars. Down, yeah. Walmart. The scooters, the uh, she's like, she's she can mad. run people over, then yeah, so yeah, that's even more powerful. The rascal, <laughs> <laughs> the rascals. Darren, I'll tell you, I'll tell you anything... another trope I'm tired of is the trope where you got the doctor, the cop, you know, the businessman who leaves the big city to go back to his hometown to revisit his roots, only to uncover dark, deep mysteries that he never anticipated. While modernizing the town and teaching those backward hicks mm. what, uh, how to live in a modern society. You teach them about fire yeah. and the wheel. Hey, you see Jim over there? He's a rat queer. We don't say that here. <laughs> we don't say that. Oh, oh, my my other one, and this one really bugs the shit out of me. Uh, and I and it was really prevalent in the Mummy, um, the one with Brendan Fraser. Oh, no. Anybody, somebody pulls a gun. I like that. It book. sounds like it's a piece of shit. It goes. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You know, it rattles like hell. It's like what the hell? What's rattling around in this this finely machined <laughs> precision device? You know, it's like <laughs> the foley's just go nuts with that, and it's like, it drives me absolutely crazy. That's actually one that I would say yeah, in loads of really shitty movies. Whenever a gun comes up, just moving it up, it goes. It's like, wait, right. how do you what? Who did that? Yeah. How did yeah. that happen? Yeah, well, my well, favorite well, is it's an automatic. How did that happen? Yeah, here's another one. The 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 guy's got a shotgun held on somebody, and he's telling him, you know, to do this or do that, and he won't and he won't do it. So then he racks it back and says, "Now you're gonna do it." That type of thing. Well, what you were holding an empty, an, an empty <laughs> shotgun on the guy that whole time because <laughs> nothing, yeah, nothing gets ejected. Nothing gets ejected. My favorite is when uh, a beloved hero is replaced by a girl who's the key to everything. <laughs> that's my favorite. Oh, that's a my good one. my hateful trope is when everyone who's straight gets turned to gay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, next episode, as will be coming out as gay on the real BBC in celebration for Pride Month. Uh, please Yay. Pride, Pride Month. Oh, sorry, I like to call it May 32nd. <laughs> yeah, Gary's gonna hold an empty shotgun on him until he does what he wants him to do, and then he'll rack it. He <laughs> no, goes, it goes May thirty second, May thirty third, May thirty fourth, <laughs> May thirty fifth, May thirty sixth, June sixth. Never forget June thirty eighth. thirty eighth. That's how it continues. Uh, yeah. June sixth. Uh, D day. D day. Okay. I do. I was kicked out of three high schools. I knew That's it was okay. June. I knew it was June. More World War II stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man, too soon. Yeah. It's, it's way too soon. You won World War II, Gary. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look, World War III is going to be here any day now, so don't worry like, about it. What about yeah. Juneteenth? Juneteenth. As, what, International Yoga Day? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> the 21st is YouTube payday, by the way. Dumbass. Not for me. Was, we get paid I, on the twenty fifth. I don't care. Yeah, you guys don't count over there. <laughs> wow. You got wow. you got paid on the twenty first. Look at this white supremacy. Yeah, yeah by, not by YouTube. Mm. Somebody got up early. It happened during a a stream. <laughs> so I thought, fucking hell, this is a generous tip. <laughs> I, oh, I do. Yeah, you did. You're like, holy crap. I'm yeah. killing it right now. Wow. Oh, just, that's yeah. real kind. Oh, oh okay. I'm, no, I'm going to feel that. Every time Ryan's a racist on FNT, I'm going to go, somebody got up early. <laughs> <laughs> somebody got up early too. Gary, anything that you would like to plug before we go? I uh, released a video yesterday. That's uh, two videos in four days. Do not Woo. get used to it. Uh, so please do that. that's all. Thanks for having me on. Uh, oh, wait, Paul Chato, Friday Night Tights. Uh, we're gonna watch Little Mermaid and talk about it. Can't wait. I'm gonna want to so, read some of you. Are. Well, I'm gonna watch the animated one, which I've never seen, which will probably make me want to redecorate my house. And then, uh, I'm gonna go watch the other one. <laughs> you gonna listen to Aquafina talk about swamps? <laughs> I am not like okay. I'm gonna try to sit through it. I'm gonna try to sit through it, and I'm probably gonna have to. But like, I'm not gonna count out that I might walk out of that fucking movie. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll see what happens. But if I do that, I gotta tell. I gotta let everybody else know that I walked out. <laughs> so maybe yeah, I should don't let him be a coward. Do not let him be a coward. He's gotta finish it. It's too, dude. It's two. It's over two hours long. You've what? eaten pineapple really? pizza. You can watch that movie. I love pineapple pizza. The new Little Mermaid is over two hours long. It's over two hours long. That's insane. Why? Because they have so much story to tell. Just oh. so much story. Yeah. Well, in, all the inclusivity. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, I know. Again, again, in all fairness, Zack Snyder is known for having extended cuts and stuff. So <laughs> a lot of slow motion. The Little Mermaid, the Snyder cut. You know. Yeah. <laughs> let's hope they don't have a peter jackson cut where there's like six different endings and you gotta see them all you gotta see yes. them all they I say goodbye over and over and over and over again they're like pokemons <laughs> you gotta say goodbye to all of them all right. uh Chuck, is there anything you'd like to plug sir before we go nothing i can talk about 
Now Yay! I can talk about the Ripperverse. So Ripperverse, oh. whenever that drops, whenever he decides he's going to start crowdfunding that, uh, keep an eye out for it and uh, support Joe Frankenstein. Well, hopefully Eric gets up early and releases it on time. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> you know Eric gets that's up very, early. That's very white supreme of Eric there. <laughs> yeah, Eric gets up to, to slave away in his own warehouse. Oh. <laughs> With all that money coming in. All that that's a hard-working man, all my friend. All that oppression. He is. Eric manages to, to do it. That's a good yep. guy. Yep. Hey, could I just mention, yeah, I just mm -hmm. wanted to mention that... Uh, um, Tonight, The Professionals is on my channel, and I'm going to try and stump the boys with a, a little Ooh. game show called Who Inked That? And I'm going to show I'm going to show panels and pages uh, of, of original art from other other people that I've pulled off Heritage Auction, that type of stuff. Uh, and they have to guess who the inker was. And, and some of these are not easy. Oh, cool. Yeah, well, that's going to be fun. With John Byrne, you, with John Byrne, you can guess when he inked himself. Yes. You, yeah, you can tell. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Every time. Every time. Uh, gentlemen, it's been an absolute pleasure uh, having you on the show again. Thank you so much indeed. Well, uh, thank chat, you. please do support these these legends. Uh, Chuck's got books uh, on his on his website, chuckdixon.net. Uh, Conan book, Black Citadel. Go check that out. Graham, of course, with Joe Frankenstein, linked in the description box, linked uh, in the chat, please go support creators that again want to make entertainment for you, not ideology. They want to make entertainment, and we are in short supply of that right now. Uh, so, thank you so much indeed. Uh, thank you to my mods, thank you to everyone who super chatted. Uh, Ian so forth gifted five memberships as well. Ian, thank you so much indeed. I did see that, and Travis's world also gifted five memberships. So, thank you so much for that. If I haven't read your super chat out today, apologies. You know, we do have limited time and, and obviously conversation needs to flow. But I will be doing a super chat square up Sunday on this channel. Afternoon tea with us gives an opportunity to just chat between ourselves as well. Uh, everyone who membered, gifted members, remembered. Thank you so much indeed for supporting the channel. And we'll be back with some more stuff very soon. So until then, you take care. Bye for now. Bye, everybody. <clears throat>